When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. What's really, really good today? We're going to talk about something that I feel like a lot of people really need help with. Today's lecture, I guess you can call it that, talks about asking more questions. It's about finding out what the pain points are. A lot of people just shoot from the hip when the clients say, I need this type of video. I need that type of video. I need this type of photography. I need that type of photography. And I feel like you're leaving money on the table because you're not asking the right questions. And as a doctor remember we want to approach this like a doctor and not a drug dealer when you ask the right questions you can write the right prescriptions sometimes a client can walk in and think they just need a magic pill or something now and they may need physical therapy they may need something that's long term they you may be missing out on having a subscription-based client or a ongoing client if you write the right subscription prescription you're going to turn that prescription into a subscription. So that's right. Slap that like button. Frozen. Good looking out. So with that being said, today we're going to talk about how and why you should be trying to discover some of those pain points because you you leaving money on the table. It just it is what it is. And it's not their fault. They don't know. It's up to you. Just like when you go to a dealership. And you go buy a car, you don't know about the Quattro 4. You don't know about the four-wheel drive or over the two-wheel drive. Some people who do their research, they know. But there's a ton of things that you may not buy, not because you don't have the budget, but simply because they didn't offer it and explain it. And you don't understand what's the difference. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. Uncovering pain points. And as you grow in this industry and you become better at it, 
It, it all plays in the idea of upselling, right? Upselling. That's how people are like, well, how do I, I? What if they got a big budget and I don't maximize their budget? Don't maximize their pockets. Maximize the value. Give them everything that they need so that they can be successful. Don't just try to take their money. A lot of people want to just try to take their money. The same thing they just charge somebody else $500 for. They want to try to get $1,000 from this customer and nothing has changed. That's shady business. We don't, we don't do that here. We ain't about that life. However, we're about making sure we offer the right amount of value to a client so that they can upsell themselves. Think about Apple, right? They, they never come out with just one MacBook. Never. It's never just one. Even if they come out with a MacBook Pro 16 inch, it's usually three variants of it. And each variant of it start at different layers and then they allow you to add different upsells within that layer. So you can get a, a MacBook Pro for $17.99 or you can spend $6,000. The choice is yours, but they never say how much money you got. They say these are the things that we offer. Pick and choose what you want. So today we're going to talk about discovering the pain points of clients. That's what we're going to talk about. Real quick, if you are a gold member, in the community tab, I haven't posted it, but I'm going to post it in a minute. I'm going to post a link so you can jump on here with your webcam and we can chop it up live. That's what we're going to do with the gold members. That's how we rock because this is normally a gold member live. We're going to rock it with everybody. But first, what we got to do, because there are some people that's new that never rock with me before. And it's cool. I respect that. We're going to run these graphics. Let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good? My name is Ty Turner. I am... The CEO, the owner, the guy behind Flash Film Media, which is one of the most trusted production companies here in Dallas. I'm a former Army combat photographer. I've shot for companies like Red Bull, Walmart, Toyota, Samsung, Verizon. Should I keep naming? Did some NFL photography. I did a lot. Did a whole lot of stuff. This channel is about understanding the business side of content creation. If you want to go somewhere else to fix your 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 girlfriend's eyelashes, if they're not long enough and you need to go on Photoshop to do it, knock yourself out. But this ain't the place. This is where you learn how to get that bag and how to turn your passion into profit. And today we're going to talk about understanding, discovering those pain points, because I told you anybody who's watched this channel, who watch these videos, who get here live. My favorite thing, the thing that I love when clients say is I never thought about that. We, we never, you're the first person we've talked to that brought that to our attention. Trust me, when you're working with a client and they're shopping and they're fishing and they're trying to get everybody and their mama involved and trying to get a quote and who got the best price and all of that, price is out the window. When you make them say, you know what? We never thought about that. So that's the goal. All my guys that jumped on, give me a second. We're going to go through this and then I'm going to bring you guys on. But I want to kind of go through it real quick. Um, and, and get the main part of the lecture out of the way where we talk a little bit about pain points and discovering true pain points. And I feel like a lot of you guys aren't asking why enough. 
real quick before we even move forward post where you're from i like to see where you guys are from so post represent your your, your city state country post where you're from i love it um so let's talk about pain points right let's let's talk about discovering pain points and i got some examples that i'm going to use and i want to talk about a lot of people who when clients come to you and say i need this type of video a lot of guys just say okay this is what we can do and if you discover the pain point you can offer unmatched value when you offer unmatched value that's how you go from five hundred dollars a ticket to five thousand dollars a ticket and a lot of people don't think about that they just they take what they're given and they, they try to maximize that. But you can you know how you can mine for bitcoins. You can mine for more pain points so that you can turn that into you can you can you can extract the value from that or you can offer value for those pain points. And let me let me put it out to you like this, because a lot of people was like, well, is that bad? Is that wrong? That's not wrong. That's not bad. By offering more of a solution, you're going to gain the trust of your client. You want your client to say you are an expert, right? That's why we hired you. We don't need you to just show up and shoot video. You want you want the you want the client to say, "Hey, you are an expert. You know, we trust you to do this. You know, you want to you want to get them to the point where you're just showing up saying, "Hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z to get you here." And they're like, "Hey, here's the check. Do it." All right. So we want to make sure that we put ourselves in that position. Right. And we put ourselves in that position by asking more questions and solving more issues, discovering more pain points and writing the right prescription. Let me give you an example. Right. Before we get an example, let me give you an example or analogy you can relate to. What if you went to your doctor and your doctor said, here goes some Tylenol. See you later, bro. The exit's over there. You're like, Doc, I, my, my, my such and such hurt. Here's some Tylenol 3s, bro. You have a good day. It's Friday. I got to get out of here. What if your doctor did you like that? A lot of you guys, when clients come into you and they're saying, I need a promo video. You're like, say no more. I got the perfect promo video. We're going to do a promo video. It's going to be super dope. Here you go. You have to get out of that mindset, right? That is surface layer mindset because a lot of times there's reason behind it. So let's say you got a construction company and they're saying, hey, I need a promo video. The question you need to ask that client is why? And let's say we want clients to understand what we do so they can trust our brand. You know what you need to ask them again? Why? That's we're going two layers deep. We got to go another layer deep because we feel like we're losing clients to our competitors, competitors because they don't know what level we provide when it comes to construction. Okay. So your goal really is to show clients value or show clients the value that you provide over your competitor. That's why you're asking for a promo video that needs to be understood before you go out and throw them a promo video, because now I have a lot of stuff to work with. Now I can write a prescription and I can provide more value than just a rinky dink playing promo video. By understanding that my client is looking to show value so that they can hold their brand higher than their competitor says a lot. And because I know that I can prescribe more content because it's going to take more content. 
If I just give you a promo video, you leave, you you, and it's not doing what you needed to do, and you're unsatisfied, or you feel like I spent all this money for this one video, and we still having the same problem. These video guys don't know what they're talking about. They're not gonna take the heat. They're gonna blame you. They're gonna say you was trash. You you shouldn't have did that. What you should, the prescription you should be writing is a few things, right? And and I like to walk it back to my clients and say things like, I understand your goal is to show value, right? We provide video testimonials because video testimonials are a great way that new clients can hear from old clients who were in their shoes as to why they chose to do business with you, right? Remember, they walked in for a promo video. I'm My prescription is video testimonials, right? Not just for your website. It's great to have them on your website, but you also need some that are designed for social media. Oh, wait, that's two editing jobs on an additional video shoot. But wait, there's more. Um, We want to make sure that we show a lot of before and after content, right? You're a construction company. Let me see a, a, a jacked up backyard and turn it into a beautiful pool. Let me hear what the client has to say about that. Because clients... When, you know, people who are looking to do business with you are in their shoes. They're uncertain about, man, I was scared. We was thinking about going with another company. Oh, we, but we went with this company and look what we got. The best pool ever. They worked with our budget. They worked with our backyard. Everything. We need to create that content. Not only that, um, we also need to do our your, your fact section of your website. We need to do videos on that and have it answered by clients. Right. Hey, what do you do if you don't got the budget? Have a client say, man, we went with them. You know, we really didn't have a budget. They offer financing. It was a breeze. We, we called them on Monday. They broke ground on Friday. It was the best. Have your clients fill out that fact form. Have them answer as much as possible. They may not be able to answer everything, but have them answer as much as possible. If your client already have a fact page and they have questions that they answer, rewrite those questions so that you can ask those who are getting testimonials so that they can answer those questions. Sometimes you may have to jump in with voiceover. Sometimes you may have to jump in and do a few other things, but to have a client jump on screen in the middle of your fact video will sell like crazy. So those are things that will help the client. Now, remember, the client is sitting here listening to you and they're like, wow, we never thought about this, right? We never thought about this. You want to make sure you tell the client that consistency is key. It's hard to convince a client in one video that's two minutes that you are the go-to company to work with. Right. A lot of you guys found my my YouTube channel. It took more than one video for you to be like, I think I know what this guy's talking about a little bit. It took more than one video. So you have to show consistency along the lines of social media, uniformity along the lines of social media um, and the website. So and we want to show more testimonial, even if it's in images, right? Take a picture of the client, show a written testimonial, take a picture of the work, show a written testimonial, right? It's tons of things we can do using content to show value, to overcome these objections that clients feel like we really don't know who you guys are. I don't feel comfortable spending a hundred thousand dollars on a pool. So keep that in mind. Now let's roll it back for us, me and you. For our client that came to us for one promo video, 
we've now un, uncovered uncovered some pain points to make more recommendations, right? Now that we've made those recommendations and we got a client saying, I never thought about that. 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 Now that we have that available, clients trust what we're doing. They, they, you know, they feel like, wow, these guys, they do this a lot. They do this. So we, you know, I trust them compared to somebody that's just like, oh, you can't, your knee hurt. Here's some Tylenol peace. But if your doctor said, oh, what's causing your knee pain? I don't know, doc. Uh, I went for a jog the other day and now my knee is hurting. How often do you jog and how often do your knee hurt? They're asking the right questions where you trust that doctor. You don't trust a doctor that don't ask enough questions. If your doctor didn't ask you questions, you wouldn't trust them. If you're a mechanic, if you say, hey, um, I got a ticking noise mechanic, I think it's my tire. Can you replace it? And if your mechanic say, yeah. You wouldn't trust them. But if we say, where's the ticket noise come from? Well, let us look at it. Let us run tests on it. We're going to plug it up to the machine. We're going to see what it is. We're going to fix it. We're going to find out what it is. And then I'm going to call you and say, hey, this is what we found. What would you like to do? This is what we suggest that you do. That's where you want to be when it comes to providing content. Because a lot of times you guys are getting customers you think are low ballers, but they don't know what they need. They don't have an understanding of what will work for them. Right. And I got I got Tim waiting. I'm sure he'll jump on in a minute and just talk about how clients come to him and say, oh, I need Google ads. Do you really? I'm sure it's probably something different or more or more than what you think. You just heard Google ads from somebody. Hey, I'm selling the old people, but I want to get TikTok ads. Do you really? I'm trying to reach you know, guys to buy boats that's 55 and older. I want to advertise on Snapchat. Do you really? I don't think you do. So you got to really ask the right questions to really understand what the client is doing. I'm giving you a second example um, because I want to make sure you guys get it. You guys understand it. You know, make sure you guys hit that like button, but we're going to go into a second. Like let's talk about restaurants, right? You have a restaurant that say, Hey, I need uh, I need, Product photography. We need pictures of our food, right? We need pictures of chicken wings. I had a client come to me one time. Like, we need pictures of all of our chicken wings in every flavor that we offer. And I was like, why? Well, because people, uh, people who like chicken wings usually come in during the games. And we want to bring more people in during the games. And I'm like, why? I, you know, I want to know. Well, people who come in during the game, they usually buy more liquor and we sell a lot of liquor. So you want to take pictures of chicken to sell more liquor. Yeah, we, you know, we make a big ton of profit in selling beer and people sit there and they have beer after beer. And, you know, we make good money that way. Perfect. So the goal, let me say it again. The goal is to bring more people in during the game so that you can sell more liquor. Perfect. My prescription for that is a few things, right? We need lifestyle images. Let's show clients in your location with a beer in hand and some wings enjoying the game, maybe in some jerseys or something. Let's create product photography that has a sport theme. So let's put a football, if it's football season, next to some wings and a beer. Let's create content that speaks to sports lovers. In fact, I may even go one further and say, hey, let's start an ad campaign 
to push specific content that we create that is designed for certain sporting events. I show chicken wings and beer next to some MMA gloves. I may show people here during the fight and we may push that because we know the big, you know, UFC 255 is happening this week. So we may run an ad all week long up until that part, up until that fight. Now we have a client that's that's creating content, video content, images, and we're doing ad campaign or, or doing the marketing for them. Or even if it's as little as boosting, a you know, boosting a, a, a clip and we're going after something for their Instagram and all of their social media. If it's golf, think about it. Usually older people like golf. We're not going. It may not be wise to advertise on Instagram, Snapchat and TikTok. But let's say it may be an e-gaming event. Let's say you may have a place that's big on Apex Legends and it may be an e-gaming event. Then it may be great to take video and pictures and advertise on Snapchat and TikTok because that's where that market is. So all of that depends on your understanding of their true problem. You can say, okay, and just take product photography and they'll get it and be like, "Eh, our turnout was the same as normal. We don't understand why we would ever spend that type of money on those pictures again. It just doesn't make sense for us. They're blaming you for that. That's why it's important that you ask more questions. You uncover the target, the, the pain points, uncover the true pain points of your client, write the prescription. That is how you're going to get a lot of your subscription-based clients. That's how you're going to get a $500 client to be a $5,000 client. It ain't because you're robbing them, you're jipping them, you're taking money from them, you're trying to get more from them. You're actually trying to help them out. And when you become the subject matter expert, you can do that. You can sell value in that. Instead of just saying, what about this type of video? Well, why would I, why would I shoot a video for Instagram? I don't know. That's just what they're doing these days. Well, uh, that how does that help me? I, I don't know. Because uh, people be on Instagram. I don't think I want that. Okay. You have to be the subject matter expert. Imagine if your doctor, you know, you had back pain and they was like, yo, you, you should get a knee brace. Why, why would I get a knee brace? I don't know. Usually when people back hurt, they get, they knee hurt. Usually people your age need knee braces. What if your doctor told you that? You'll be like, what? I don't like this doctor. So you have to make sure you are, you work hard to uncover true pain points. They're not going to come to you and tell you, you ever been in a relationship with somebody and you're like, what's wrong? And they're like, nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. And they do give you like some little light answer. Well, I don't like the fact that, uh, you went to go eat. I'm, I'm supposed to eat. I'm, I'm human. I'm hungry. Well, you you just came home with a just a bag full of food. Like, I don't think that's right. You don't think it's right that I that I ate? I was I was hungry. The true thing is once you ask the right questions, she wanted to eat with you. She wanted to have dinner with you. She wanted to spend time with you. She wanted to sit there and look into your eyes and, and have a meal with you and discuss your day and see how things went and tell you how all the girls at her job got her messed up. She wanted to tell you about that, how the girl up front is a hater. The girl in the back don't like her. The other girl jealous because she got this purse. She want to tell you that stuff. And you may not be like, you know, dudes just be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, you, 
in your mind, you wondering if uh, LeBron going to suit up and play tonight and if, and if uh, Westbrook going to get a triple-double. But you got to listen to her day. So with clients, you have to uncover the true problem. With that being said, my rant is over with. I'm getting ready to let to let all my gold members jump on this thing and chop it up. You know, we're going to chop it up and see. Real quick, Brian Smith said, appreciate this. I was talking to a potential beta client earlier today and co- uncovered his real pain point after asking the right question. Once he realized I was there to help him, he began to trust me. That is extremely important. And I'm going to tell you why it's important with a beta client. Because if you can't, if somebody can't trust you and you're shooting for free, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go and I want you to take some really pretty pictures of your gear. Really pretty pictures. I want you to color grade them and I want you to make them boys pop. Make that Canon logo pop. I want you to write up something dope. Put a real nice title like Price to Move or Professional Gear or My Loss is Your Game. Something like that. Catchy. You got to be catchy, right? I want you to post them bad boys on Craigslist. I want you to let it go. I want you to just go ahead and just sell all that gear because you ain't going to make it. Anyway, wrong button. It's the button I wanted. Let's bring everybody on this thing. Let's let's get everybody in here because everybody waiting to jump on. Let's make sure we got everybody. Let's make sure we got the whole list, the whole crew. Let me get my headphones on. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feeling today? Let me switch to my earpiece. Everybody good? Let's uh, yes, let me yeah. go, go to a different yeah. screen setup. There we go. Everybody here, everybody. Here. How y'all feel about that? How how have y'all been when it comes to discovering true pain points? Is it something that you've been doing? Is it something that's new to you that you that you're working on? Let's 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 jump into that. Never. It's <laughs> it's um, it's definitely not new, mm-hmm. but the flash film way is new what? because we've been like. You know, we used to the old way was just finding what was wrong and trying to give them the one project instead of like, you know, how you were saying, writing a prescription of trying to get multiple things. Right. So so, so the pain point has been that. the pain point was just around that one thing. Like y'all didn't go no deeper into the issue. It was just that surface issue. Right. OK. Um, go for it, bro. I was going to say that, you know, I've dealt with sales for years. I never thought about content creation in that same way. So if I sold copy. I've been thrown out of every building in Westchester County, New York, selling copies. And I've done some copies, a lot of different things in corporations. So you, you're always trying to figure out what are you currently doing? What's your issue? How can we help this and the other? I do hear feedback. Yes. <laughs> Um, but with whole content creation, what you're saying makes complete sense. It's, it's still a commodity. It's still, a, a you know, a product and you, you obviously want to find ways to get people interested and understand that it's a value of what they're getting and really see the value. And I never really thought of what we do as anything other than art and people appreciating art versus not appreciating art. Mm-hmm. And so you opened up my eyes to a lot of that. So all these are all 
things that I've been doing, practicing for 30 years, but with different things. Like a, like a copier is something that you need. So what's wrong with the current system you're using and what aren't you getting from it and vice versa, so. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the biggest turn for me where my sales really took off is when I stopped looking at it as a service or just something that is artistic and it's in the, it's in the eye of the beholder. And I, and I kind of productized it. I made it a product and I, you know, because I noticed that, you know, Tom Warner sells service, but they, they present it in the form of a product. You know what I'm saying? It's presented in the form of a product. They don't present it as a service. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, but it's, it's just how they do it. And, and just looking at that, just kind of changed my way of thinking. And when I started to build my stuff out like that, clients, it was just easier yeses because they could understand it. Regardless of what you think and in your mind, you know what goes in the headshots. They don't. So they wouldn't agree to it because they didn't understand it. That's that a lot of your clients, you know what this will do for them, but they don't know. They just they just want something pretty at first. But you have to make it make sense for them. And when it makes sense, it becomes an investment and not just a purchase. The more you can make it make sense and, and the, the more you can make it an investment, the more they're willing to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? If I go back and tell you, if I take you back 10 years, knowing what you know now, you would spend $20,000 for one Bitcoin right now. If I can take you back 20 years and just and, and show you the value of this is where it's going to go. This is you would spend as much as you could up until almost what it's worth now to buy it. You know, you would spend whatever to buy a, a share of Amazon. You, if you knew what you know now, you would do it because you see the value of that particular stock or item. So you want to make sure that um, you want to make sure that you show value with you know what you're selling and that's important to do and clients don't get it clients don't know they don't know no better so you got to help them out yeah i i recently went through something go ahead bro i got you my bad okay uh i I recently went recently went through something like that with my beta clients one of my beta clients is a is a museum and uh when i talk to them trying to kind of find out their pain points and stuff like that they, you know, I, they told them, they kind of just saw me as kind of like a video person, just like a, cause they have video projects, like a series going on and they wanted me to be a part of that. And um, I think that's all they wanted me for. And I, I kind of just like, you know, they kind of just saw me as somebody to take video, but you know, I, I just kept talking to them about like, you know, I'm not just here for video. I'm here to create solutions for y'all. And we kind of uncovered um, a thing for museums is, they run off of a lot of donations and sponsors to, to sponsor their events. And so I, I kind of asked about that. I said, is there, do y'all have any issues trying to get more sponsors or more donations? If so, we can create a video that highlights why you should sponsor the museum or why you should donate to the museum. And they were like, that's a really good idea. We never thought about that. That's my favorite. I love it when they say that. That's like, like if only you were a paid client. That's like that's like being on a date, and she's like, "Well, I don't usually." Oh, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so uh, <laughs> everybody that's watching on the comments, 
let me know whether or not you guys have been going two or three layers deep. Honestly, if no, just say no. How, how deep have you been going with your layers of questioning? Have you been just accepting like, hey, this is my problem. OK, here's the solution. Or have you been going layers deep? I'd like to know how many layers. Because I, I say you need to go at least three layers deep, at least three. Sometimes some people say more, but at least three layers deep. So it, it, you got to make sure you are working that into, I don't want to say your sales pitch, but your discovery stage. You need to have a discovery stage in your phone call. When, and, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, your um, form, your contact form needs to be designed to give you information so that you can dig. When cops pull you over, every question they ask you is for a purpose. They're not just, they're not just bored at where you're headed to. Why are you driving so fast? Where you, what's that? What's that smell? Why, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they not, they're not just asking you questions to be friendly, but they are digging to get information so that they can understand, learn and know something you need your, all your questions need to be calculated. All your questions to, Quick question, Tim. I know, and I, you know, being being marketing and being, you know, that guy. I know you get people come to you like, "Hey, I just I need a Facebook ad. I need I need Snapchat, but I'm trying to get older people." And you're like, "Wait, what? I don't I don't think that's that's it, Chief." Yeah, we we definitely have um, a whole range of that kind of stuff. And like for me, my big thing is we never take anything at face value. <laughs> Yep. Um, you know, we always have to, you know, dig a lot deeper into that. And even um, whenever some clients, you know, because a lot of the stuff that we deal with is financial, right? So it's like, you know, we're making whatever, right? We may ask them like, okay, well, like how much is your monthly revenue currently? Just so that we can get a gauge to kind of see like, <clears throat> like, right, where do you want to go, right? So if it's, you know, we're doing $10,000 monthly. Okay, great. <clears throat> and they're like, you know, we want to go and do whatever, 50,000 monthly. A lot of the times I'll even just ask them like, well, you know, why do you want to do 50,000 monthly? And they're like, well, you know, we just want to, you know, make more money and do whatever. I'm like, okay, well, like what's wrong with the 10,000 that you're making now? And a lot of times they'll be like, well, you know, we can't invest into XYZ things that we want to do in our company or you know, we've been putting this one project on the back burner and, because we just don't have the funds to kind of do it. And that's really what I want to get at is like, <clears throat> what is your motivation behind this? Because if we can find what your motivation is um, into where you want to go, because like I said, sometimes it could be, you know, I just want to have uh, a bigger team. Okay, mm -hmm. great. You know, and if I know that they want to build a bigger team, that's something that we'll write down and we take note of so that when we get to a certain point, we can be like, hey, I know that you said that you wanted to, you know, have a better team. Well, now why don't we go and look at creating some systems and processes to help you train your employees faster, right? And we're taking all of those notes. And to me, I'm like, you may tell me something in a meeting, you know, a month and then two, three months down the line. If I like, you'll be surprised how many people will be shocked if you just take simple notes. That's why you should have, you know, uh, a CRM, put those notes in there and then go back and be like, hey, remember a few months ago when we were talking about this? Do you feel like you're ready to be at this point? 
And then they're like, yeah, I, I totally forgot all about that. Like, that's <laughs> something that we really want to do. And now you're right. That's all you're doing. <laughs> and I think that that's one of the most underutilized things is because like I said, if I know that we can get you to a certain point, everything's stepping stones. And I'm sure that we can come up with products and solutions to help you at those different points. And if I don't, you know, if we don't do our due diligence and really dig into what those are, um, then I feel like we're doing the client a disservice because we're, we're brought in to help you grow your business. Just like a lot of you guys are there to help grow another company's business. And I can't help somebody grow if I don't know what, like what they're actually trying to accomplish. And, you know, it's one of those things that I always laugh about, especially with people that call us and do all kinds of stuff. And they're like, well, don't you want like, uh, like people are always like, we can get you like a hundred bookings every single month. And I'm like, I don't want a hundred bookings every single month that would like kill my business. But you're just assuming, you know, what I want and you're assuming, you know, what my problem is. And I'm like, no, like get off the phone. I don't want to talk to you. Like I, we just don't want that amount because I'm like, I'm not in the business of like, you know, super high volume, crazy, whatever. I'm like, I like, working with my clients closely because I would much rather foster those relationships than have a hundred booked appointments that I could, that we could never really fill. And then we give bad customer service, <laughs> you know, but that that's, that's really what a lot of people do is they just don't, the, the worst thing I think you can do is assume, you know, what the client needs without ever talking to them. Like I may have an idea of what I may want to find out. And I may like, if I look at their website, I may say, okay, like this is something that we can kind of touch on, but I never am like, Hey, I saw that your website was crappy. Let me fix it. It's like, Hey, I saw that you guys have a website. Like when was the last time it was updated? You know, how, like how much traffic are you getting to get to the point that I'm trying to get them to say, you know what, maybe we do need a website. If I can get the client to say what they need without me telling them, that's how you win every single time. It's not easy to do and it takes practice. And I think in sales, people don't practice enough. I'm like, get on camera, do your sales pitch, rewatch it, look at it over and over and over again. Like you'd be surprised how even just doing that one little thing will dramatically help you in delivering your sales pitch. Like I said, Get together with somebody, practice, do whatever you got to do. Well, I'm going to tell you who's good at direct. And that's called directing or controlling the sale, right? Directing people to where you want to direct them to and making them feel like they've discovered it. Magicians are really good at that. Magicians are excellent at bringing your attention over here and doing something over here and then bringing something out. And you're you, you're like, wow, I, they make you feel like you discovered something when really they pushed you in that direction. And they and they did it so like especially car magicians that do car tricks are really good at pushing you where they want to push you in a sale without you feeling like it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, my mother my mother used to be like, "There's people that can rob you and make you think you made a profit. Like, be careful. Like, they'll have you thinking you'll be celebrating and you just and you got robbed. So, be careful and be smart. Another thing too, this is something that's really really big that I had to learn that was took me some time to to understand is 
people motivation for money is usually based on something it's usually based on like status or love like rarely is it just money like people want to get money so that they're so they can take care of their family and they can be loved or they can have the status and be respected so when a person or client say they want to do more sales there's more digging to do like they say i just want to get more money we want to bring in more clients like there's more digging to do to really understand how we can even stroke that ego and say, Hey, this will bring you more status or this will, they'll love you if you do that while they reach that goal, that'll make you more favorable to them. So it's just a lot of sales is, it's a lot of it. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot to it. You know, it's a lot. And that's why I encourage you guys to, you know, be, get better at sales, right? Look at working on that because if you can't sell, I don't care how pretty your pretty your pictures are. If you can't sell, it's going to be rough. Um, so work on that like you work on your photography, like you work on your lighting, like you work on, you know, your exposure, work on your sales. It's a lot to it. It's not easy. This ain't an easy thing. I don't, Flash Film Academy ain't about get rich quick. It ain't a pyramid. It ain't bring your friend. It ain't none of that. It's about really understanding what it takes to go to the next level. And then working on that, building on that and, and and realizing that, hey, I may need some help. I may need some work in this area. I don't, I, I've never done sales. I may need some work. So it's very important that, you know, we just be honest with you and, and have you look at yourself and say, OK, this is my weak area. I need to read up about this. I need to learn about this. I need to get better at this. You know, this is this is why I'm losing sales. And you I'm telling you, the reason I love um the reason I love stuff like Thumbtack and Bark and, and, and anything where you're kind of thrown in the gauntlet with a bunch of clients is because you can go to them and ask them, like, why didn't you choose me? And that is the most valuable information you can possibly get. It's the most valuable information. So it's something I definitely I definitely want you guys to uh, to focus on and and you got to be real with yourself like nobody's gonna be real you got to beta clients that's getting something for free that's not worried about hurting your feelings that's not worried about they'll tell you hey man we we really didn't like that or we really don't like the fact that we got to go through all this just to get this or we really don't want to fill out all this information like beta clients if you have a great relationship and that's something you should be working on as well building relationships with business owners they will be honest with you and they will walk you to success you know um, so it's something you definitely, definitely need to, uh, you, you got to think about and focus, focus on, um, anybody else, let's talk about, you know, discovering true pain points. Anybody else have any experience or times where they could have, should have, would have, or it kind of fell on their lap when it comes to working with clients and discovering pain points and asking questions. Your last, your, everybody's last client, right? Did you feel like, did you ask, did you go three layers deep or did they say, hey, we need a video in this and you just did it? How did that work out? Go for it. Go, go move. Go for it, bro. Oh, can you guys hear me? <laughs> we hear you. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, um, on my last one, uh, when I was talking to this client that it was just last week, uh, we went in there and pretty much they, they kind of, they, 
they they certainly it was from a facebook ad that from a facebook picture that i put and they were kind of like wondering um they just needed some more promotions right so and it, and it went to like i started asking a little bit of like what is why why do you believe that you need more promotion and it came down pretty much to i mean i don't know how many layers it went down to but i asked just a few more questions and it came down to that they were having problems with with um with uh how how to track the people that they were coming in from like whatever advertisement that they were doing because they didn't thought that their 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 like whoever's do whoever was doing their marketing uh they didn't have trackable sales or trackable leads of their customers that were coming in and out so um i was able to 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 pretty much find a solution and 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 bring in into bring in um software or, or implement their you know implement like a a, coo- a coupon for them like we ran a, a a facebook ad and then i was able to get them trackable sales that we have in in, in the system and you know i pr- i put that for i presented that for them you know i pretty much told them my system and they were like okay you know let's go ahead and try this out so it was pretty much they had they didn't they didn't know uh, whether their marketing was working because mo- they they were just like we're running ads or we're running we're putting pictures on Instagram or whatever but we don't know if they're coming you know and then from there I pretty much uh, you know eliminated one thing that they had because they were they were telling their 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 they were kind of training their their like their servers or their cashiers to ask. Um, the customers, where were they coming from? Like, hey, did you see our ad here? Or did you see our ad over there? Or are you coming from like Instagram? Or are you coming because you've seen us swear? And, you know, I pretty much eliminated that because now what we're doing for them is that every time a customer comes and, you know, redeems um, the coupon that we're doing for them, uh, it, it's... it's um. It, it's trackable. Right. So we're running like little videos of them showing like, Hey, instead of like, instead of a picture, just a picture, we pretty much are running, even though it's a little bit more expensive to run video uh, on Facebook ad, I think. If, and I mean, I'm pretty sure Tim can correct me on that. Um, we just created a video of them saying, Hey, come in, redeem the, if we we're running this, uh, you know, X promotion and come in, buy one, get one free. And go ahead and just leave a message, and then we'll go ahead and get and send send that to you. So I created a, a video, and then I'm I'm running like I'm running also their like part of their, and I'm running that ad as a man as, as their social media manager. So yeah. a lot of people don't understand that promo codes are really just to track what marketing works. Yeah. It's not you know coupons is designed to see where people are coming from. And they want to track that so they can double down on that. It's not really just to save money. It's just a, it's something that's used to track what's working for them. If a lot of people see it on TV and they come in with that, with that promo code or come in and say this, that, and the other, they know that's, that's working. That's why if you hear a same advertisement on different like podcasts, you'll hear different promo codes for the same, um, the same marketing. So, and, and clients, customers, or business owners want, want to know what's working. Hey, if I, you know, if I advertise on 10 different podcasts or stations or whatever, 
and a majority is coming from these two, I'm going to take my budget and move it over to these two and not waste time with the other one. So keep that in mind. And that's just something to put in your back pocket when you're working with clients and clients are having that problem. They want to know where their traffic is coming from, because next time you can run a promotion that doesn't have a discount. But since you know that you're getting listeners or valuable clients in that area, you know, you can turn it up in that area and things will work. Um, so little stuff. I mean, there's little things. There's a reason why when you watch TV late at night and you see those as seen as TV commercials, all the screens are blue. You ever notice that they all got blue screen at the end. They've determined that that color works best. It's always white letters on blue backgrounds and they're always. But wait, there's more. There's a reason why you see those patterns in that advertisement because they are successful. There's always a 1-800 number. They are successful. They always say the number like six times. Call 1-800, blah, 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 blah. That's 1-800, blah, blah, blah. It works. They always use jingles. Nationwide is on your, you know that. You can finish that jingle. There's a reason why they're doing certain things. And you're just, as a consumer, you're just so used to it. You sing jingles. I can sing J.G. Wentworth. I want my money now. All You know what I'm saying? I caught my kids singing jingles. It's designed to bring you in so that you'll remember it. Everything in, in business is done for a reason. It's it's And as you learn and as you grow, and, and you'll start to see those tricks and be able to use them. Um, I know, I know, you know, Tim said he liked watching other people's marketing just so he can see what they're doing and kind of, you know, like, oh, okay, that's pretty dope. You know, you may have something in your life that's like that. You may be, I'm a car guy. I like to go to car shows and be like, oh, you're running twin turbo and you're spraying knobs. You got cams, lifters, headers. Oh, okay. You, you ain't playing no games. All right. You got slicks on the back. You, you trying to grip. Okay. You, you look and see and you get ideas for things that may work for you, but you have to be somewhat knowledgeable in that area to, to have that ability. I mean, you know something about, you You may play football, right? You sit there and you watch the NFL differently than somebody who's never played football. You you can call it before they call it. They're about to run a screen. It's third and three. They got, they got an extra tight end on the field. They're about to run a screen. Watch. You know what I'm saying? Or you can understand why they ran it. Or it can be the opposite. I do not understand why they would do that play, you know, on third and eight. That's crazy. Why you? Why would you run it? And your and your and your running back is averaging two point two carries. You know, two point two yards a carry. So that's correct. Success leaves clues. And as you learn business, you'll start to see more of what the big boys are doing. And you may want to emulate it or use it, or even if you don't emulate it for your brand, it's something you can walk in somebody's office and talk to them about it, because there are. You know, they are Tony Romo is a great example of that. Anybody who watch football, when you hear Tony, why, the reason why Tony Romo is taken off as a broadcaster is because he's so intelligent when it comes to the football, when it comes to understanding football and what's going to happen. Plenty of times I've watched Monday Night Football and Tony Romo will call a play before they call it. Watch, they're going to run a screen and try to get to this. Like, man, the guy don't know what he oh, They did exactly what he said. Like, he's excellent at that. Regardless of how you feel about him as a player and, you know, you may, you know, you may be a Dallas fan and that may be a squad, but you can't deny that Tony Romo, he's just brilliant when it comes to that. So you're absolutely right. He get paid more. Yep. He's, he's, yeah, and, and he's good. At it. I guess if I can add to that, yeah. like I remember, um, like going to my first beta client back in, I think it was November, uh, 
you know, I, I, they were, they were, they had their grand, their grand opening sign of the restaurant. And, you know, I walked in there cold, just cold walk in just, and start talking to Steve, which now he's, you know, we've done a couple of things for them already. And, uh, you know, as I started doing my pitch and stuff like that, you know, I, uh, on the second meeting, we got a little bit more into it. And, you know, I started asking questions because he was like, you know, you're kind of like an angel falling from the sky because right now we were talking to my marketing team and they were really, uh, we were really talking about, we needed video, but we just didn't know what. So I started asking questions like, what is it that you would like, uh, for your restaurant to say, like, where are you coming from? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, or like, how did your story begin? And he pretty much told me a little bit of, about how they how they started, and we created, you know, as, uh, we run it, we created a script of basically how and and how and how they now open a, a brick and mortar uh, uh, restaurant because it started from like a farmers market to a food truck to a couple food trucks, then to now a a a in a. a brick and mortar so we're, we're pretty much in that video we we talked about that and then i and then i taught him a couple more tricks on how to get more likes and then subse- more subsequential videos to follow along with that but um yeah like that taught me a little bit more about you know well it, one because you've been you've been saying like to dig a little bit more and not just go in there and make a b-roll you know b-roll uh, video that doesn't show anything and then second, it you know, obviously you you put it in your course that these are the steps to create something for somebody. And then um I, I mean to to help out uh so with solutions for somebody, you 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 clearly state that. And then um, you know, you put I put it all that together and I came up with with something that it was for him. And I mean, you can even hear on the testimonial, they're like, we've been, we've been to a couple, we've been, they've even been on TV and they never had something so, so, um, so custom made for them. And it was all based on everything that you, that you, that you taught, that you teach, you know, so digging in and understanding and I'm, and I'm still fresh, you know, you know what I mean? I can't really say that I, that I know, um, a lot. But I am learning. I am learning from my mistakes. And, and and that's the beautiful thing that I see. Let me ask you a question, right? Let me ask you a question. Working with that beta client, do you feel like you can walk into somebody else that was starting with a food truck and just set them up for success? Yo, man, like I'm actually going to be going um, to a food truck festival <laughs> you about to go to- Saturday. <laughs> And, I'm, and, I, and it's gonna be go, it's gonna be go go mode, you know what I mean? Like they don't even know what's about to hit them. I, I'm gonna have to take my breast knuckles, you know. Give me some breast knuckles, or something. Oh, okay, I'm gonna grab this right here. There you go. And yeah. uh, it, it, you know, cause look, I'm lear- I'm learning to you know wear this this cla- this this. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm learning to where I gotta be, who I need to talk to. So yeah, like you know, I get a, I get a lot of no's. Which to me, you know, that's sales, you know, that's this, this process. And, and, that, and that's just kind of refining, retuning, like how I speak and who I'm speaking to or because like now I'm, I have gone to like, let's say like medium, like restaurants that they make maybe like, I don't know, 20,000 a month in, in like, you know, stuff like that or even more. 
I think Steve makes around 50. But to like the ones that they're like really low, they're making like 2,000, they're just barely starting. But like I can honestly go and talk and just, and, and just pretty much like my 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 opening is like, hey, my name is Mario. I'm just around the neighborhood. I represent Foodies Media Solutions and we're just here um just introducing ourselves to the community and to the re- and to the restaurant owners. We do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. And you know, I go into like, are you looking? In, are you? What are you doing right now to 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 help your business? Are you? And then it goes from there, and we start having a conversation, and it just goes from there. But depending on what they say, I kind of because of that beta client, I get you know. I go like this, or I go this way, or I go that way, and then I and then I start digging a little bit more uh, into what are their their suffer their their painting points, you know, where are they suffering at, and um, you know, I'm just I'm learning a lot, you know, I'm learning a lot, and I'm learning more on the people that tell me no, you know, because I, I I'm you know I'm still a little bit kind of like uh, I still I still stutter a little bit, you know. But um, I'm just learning a lot. But that the two beta the two beta clients that I got, yeah, that, that was that was a gold mine right there. I, they're I, still coming. Like I, I still talk to them. They're still clients. You know, they're, they're still there. Like, hey, what's up? I send them an email. How you doing? You know, they're doing all right. Like I, on Saturday, even Saturday night, I'm just gonna be there uh, to support because they're doing a, like a, a music, um, like a live event music type of thing in the restaurant, and I'm just gonna chill there and eat. Eat, eat for free. Um, let me ask you. Um, let me get right to you. See, some one thing that I, you know, I, I, one thing that I like is to learn from the nose. A lot of people just don't. They like no. Okay, next. But you gotta learn from the nose. You gotta. People who tell you no are just as valuable, if not more valuable, in the beginning than those who tell you yes. Like you can catch somebody just at the right time, and they're like, yeah. But those who tell you no will give you so much valuable information. And and I want so many so many people in this industry um, never grow as a business, even though they've been getting 10 years of no's because they don't look to grow from that information. They're in the same place they've been in because they don't because people who say no is just bad people to them and they don't like them. And they're like, oh, they stupid. They don't know what they're missing where you should be like, thank you. Please enlighten me as to why. I was not the company you chose and you need to get that information. If you got to put it in a book, if you got to put it on your wall, you got to learn from that because that is how you get better. Um, real quick. I'm gonna get to you in one second, Tim, but I know CSM had his hand up for a minute. I'm gonna let you jump on real quick, bro. I ain't gotta be hurting. I I wish I could, uh, I could stay on tonight. I got a long shooting weekend, so I've got to get up early and I got to jump off. But I had a question for you, man. I had a, I know you, and it happens to you, probably more so than anybody else where people call you and they're already sold. There's nothing to do. It's just like, yeah, why don't you come in and this and the And it's just like, okay. So I, of course I try to uncover questions and ask her questions. And I, and I got an idea of what she's looking to do. And, and I kind of came up with a game plan for her, including a quarterly subscription. Cause it's a, it's a hair, it's a high end hair salon. So and it's in a nice neighborhood, you know, I mean, basically golf courses, these people pay three times what everybody else pays to get their hair done. So we're going to, I basically told her, hey, we're going to, we're going to push Mercedes here. This isn't Ford. That's down the street. So she was, oh yeah. And she's eating that up and it was like, okay, cool. But 
my question to you is this. I, I'm, my specialty, my niche is corporate video interviews, you know, get sitting down with people who represent their brand, suit and tie. It's not hair salons. And although, although and trust, trust me, I'm thankful that I'm, any kind of business at this point is really good. It's not, it's not exactly where I want to be, but you know what? She's going to pay me quarterly to do this for her, so it's no problem. While I'm there and I'm around, you know, this hair salon and thing, should I kind of use her as a beta client, even though it's not really where I want to go? Or just, just so I know how to approach the next hair salon? Or what do you... What are your thoughts on that? If you don't plan on going in that direction, I would not use it as a beta client. There are some things you can learn from her as a business owner in general, but what she go through as a beta, as a, as a hair salon owner is going to be completely different than what someone in your niche will go through. Now I'm not saying that her information isn't valuable or isn't great to just network with her because guess what? Guess who's sitting in her chair? All the clients you want come sit in her chair every every day. So it, it may be a great place to to network and hair salons are therapists to most people. Like there's a lot of conversation that go on. If you ask her, like, do you have any clients that own it? Yeah, I'm, you know, Mr. Such and Such and she own it may be a gold mine for information. And I, you know, my mother used to own a shop, so I kind of grew up learning that ladies tell it all in there. So it's a great place for referrals. And and if the if the beautician refer you, you are in there. If she say go to you ain't even got it. You can just show up and just they'll pay whatever. So it may be a great opportunity for I call it a layup line. It may just be a layup line. You know, what I'm saying it may just be easy. Sometimes it's, you get situations where things are just easy for you and it may just be that. So I wouldn't miss on I wouldn't miss out on that opportunity. But as far as having them as a premier beta client, I would not. Because it doesn't serve, it doesn't help you in no way. It doesn't help you in no way, shape, or form other than having something else to do. So I, I would, there is something to learn there, but it's not going to be a full on, you know, it's like playing soccer to get better at football. You may get a little bit better footwork, but it's not going to help you get off the ball and get to the quarterback and tackle him like you need to. You know, it's not going to help you in your position um, fully. You know what I mean? So that I would be just a little careful from. Um, Tim, I know you had some, was it, was it pertaining to, I, I just wanted to say the, the whole thing on sales and the no kind of factor. The thing that I always tell people is every no should get you one step closer to knowing what a yes is. Thanks. If you don't look at it that way, then like you said, you're going to do yourself a disservice. You know, and to kind of piggyback on the whole thing with the referrals, if I was you, um, right, make sure you do really good work. I would go and ask, like what um, Ty said, um, how many business owners or if she knows any other people that come in that own businesses. And I would try to work out some kind of referral system and be like, hey, you know, like if any of your clients if you refer any of them and they sign up with us to do a video, maybe we'll do uh, a video for you at half price or we'll do X, Y, Z. That gives her more incentive to do it because that's the thing is like, especially what I find with referrals is like, you will have some clients that will just do referrals and they're fantastic. But even clients of yours that really like you, referrals are always in the like, 
something that they don't always think about because they have their own business to kind of worry about that kind of stuff. But if you can incentivize it, we've seen a higher uptick in the amount of referrals because they're getting something in return. And that's the whole thing. And, and to me, I'm always willing to reward somebody for essentially doing the majority of the sale for me anyway. Um, you know, and I think that that's the best thing. And a lot of uh, salons and stuff, I would go and get like maybe some little brochures or business cards, any of those things that you can leave there. So she can be like, oh yeah, like here's the, the information, here's the whatever, make it as easy as possible for her to refer people to you. Because I think a lot of people are just like, hey, let me have referrals. And then it's like crickets, but it's because you've never done enough to make it easy. Like sometimes I'll like write up an email for a client and be like, Hey, can you just like forward this email to anybody that you know in your network that may need it? That's because they don't have to write it. They don't have to think of what to say. They don't have to do any of that. And if I can give you as much, so it's as easy as possible for you to do it, they're going to do it. That's my, my two cents on the referral thing. Totally agree. Creating great referral programs turns average people into your sales reps. It turns adding incentive turns people into sales reps. It's just like, you know, it's like getting bit by a vampire and everybody's going out working for you. I see Rodney with his finger up, but we're not going to we're not going to look in that direction right now. We're just going to keep facing this way. Um, No, go ahead. Go for it, bro. That was dirty. That was real dirty. Dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wanted to give a real, a real quick shout out and kind of piggyback on, on top of what Mario was saying. I mean, dude, number one, to, to be part, I, I think, of that story from them going from food trucks to or from one to numerous to now they got like a, a brick and mortar establishment. That is huge. And that it kind of goes like one of our models is, is everybody has a story to tell. Let us help you share yours. And being that integrated in their story is a huge thing. And I think that's why it's so impactful to ask those questions, do that deep dive, ask that why, because regardless of whether or not you were part of that story, Mario, if you don't ask those clients questions, if you don't do the deep dive and hit those pain points, understand why they need a video, you don't get to share that story. Right. They don't get to be able to expose that story as to why they should have clients come visit them. It's one thing to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we just opened up a new establishment and blah, blah, blah. And we got a new brick and mortar store and everything's great. And you should come down and try our food because it's the bomb versus we started out with one. And because of you, our customers, we have grown to X, Y and Z. And we can't thank you, the community, enough for being so important and so integral in our story. Come to our grand opening, 50% off, appetizers, whatever, whatever, and then boom. There is so much more meat to that, and there's so much more buy-in with that second one. So, and I just, I can't help but um, just agree, right, with the, the, the importance of being able to do those deep dives. Um, sorry, wife's working in the background here. Um so yeah, just I would just reiterate, man. Just ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. You can't ask enough. You can't ask enough. And when you do those questions, and and I'll be in a, a, a testament here with Ty for Ty, is that you don't get to change that decimal and move that decimal or add those commas to that invoice unless you ask those questions. 
because that one video can turn into two, can turn into five, can turn into a series to where you got a client for six months, 12 months or whatever down the road and they're paying your retainer. So just ask and ask the right questions, but ask, always ask. Definitely, definitely. I got a bunch of people at my house, but I'd be like silence or I'm beating everybody. I'd just be like, you know what I'm saying? I'm my last name, Turner. I'm related to Ike. I'm joking. Um, so yeah, it's very important that you uh and Mario, you may want to get that testimonial for you. Hey man, we started as a food truck. We started in the in the you know, selling out the whatever mart, and we started working with, you know what I'm saying, foodie media solutions, and now we got a brick and mortar. What else do we need to say? That is a testimonial you need, bro. I would have that. So I- Got, um, well, they didn't. I didn't. I didn't start. I didn't get to them when they were at the at the uh, farmers market. I st- I got to them when they barely opened up their 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 first one. That sounds good and too. Then I, you know, but but I was in the process of when they opened the second one, and then I was in the process of getting them like uh, their their food catering. For wedding, because they were they were like, well, we need a, a we also need a catering. Uh, 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 we want to we want to expand our catering services, and I'm like, okay, well, like, who are you gonna who are you trying to market? Like, are you trying to market like uh, like corporate events catering or like parties or weddings or who 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 is these people you trying to get this catering from? We're like, well. You know, there, there's gonna be a wedding convention, and we want to be there, we, and we're gonna be there, and we just want to have something. I'm like, okay, well then, we you you just can't just have a random catering saying we offer catering, come get us. Like, well, let's go ahead and do a catering. It's literally just emphasizing weddings that you cater for weddings, and that's it. Like, you can't just go like like you can't just go vanilla, vanilla. You can just be like. We're going to go for strawberry and this guy and this guy. Let's just go for weddings and we'll go for that. Like right now we're going to, we're, we're, we're just waiting for, for the corporates uh, events to come up. And then we're going to do one for corporate because she wants to have behind the scenes of them serving the corporate events so we can then create. And that was just one of the things that I told her, like, you know, what really helps. I know you probably don't have like video of you uh, catering uh, the, like these weddings, but showing behind the scenes of you serving the people, serving, you know, how you serving this is going to help you a lot because it just shows the ease of your of your catering service to who are, to your client. So they're going to see that you're just rolling in, coming into the parking lot, serve, serve their employees, and then you're going to dip out. And then there's going to be like no cleaning up or whatever. And she was like, you know what, whenever uh, corporate events are opening up for their employees parties or whatever, I need to talk to you so we can shoot behind the scenes when we're serving them. And then you can create whatever it is that you just created for this wedding catering. And I'm like, bet. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll be amazed at how many caterers only focus on food and not customer service. I'd be like, dude, t- tell people what's going to happen. How you going to come set up? How you going to come? Like, it's great that you got good peach cobbler, but how you going to get it there? You going to just throw it and keep rolling? Like, how was, you know what I'm saying? What they gonna scoop yeah. it with their hand? Show the nice gold utensils, and you know what I'm saying. Show all of that. You know what I'm saying. It's yeah, important. So, so one, so from then I have that I have a testimonial from them. So, you know that that helps out, and it's on the website. I think. Oh, I don't think it's on the website. So working towards a little bit more testimonials. Once I once I'm done with these other with this, because uh, I mean to be honest, there's some that that I mean they're they they. 
they couldn't, they haven't helped me. I don't know if I'm doing wrong. I should just get like every, every, like, would you guys say I should get every customer that I'm working with, like a testimonial, every single one, even if it's just like, I guess not that much of a yeah. success or anything like that. Look at Tim, get, shoot get, me down. Get a testimonial right, yeah. in a specific topic. You know, <laughs> they don't got to say everything was all great. You can be like, hey, specifically, how was the shoot day? How was this, that, and that? How was the process of us uncovering the paint? You can get a testimonial for everything. Okay. Go for it, Tim. Definitely Jump in there. Beat him up, Tim. Get him. Get him. Tim, Tim, come on, man. Get him. <laughs> Stuck. Oh. My 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 knuckles are pretty sharp. I don't need breast knuckles. Oh, so watch out! Um, no, what I was gonna say is, I think that this is a, a fair point. A lot of the times, people are like, "Well, you know, we don't need all the testimonies." I'm like, it's just like anything. If you've ever gone to a website and they have like 15 video testimonies, do you watch all 15 of them? No, you probably are like dang, they got 15 testimonies. I already trust them. Even though I didn't even watch one testimony, all it is is like the the more testimonies you have, the more that you can show any of that stuff. Like more times than not, most people don't even watch them. Like to be honest, like they may watch maybe one or two. Um, and I can't remember who it was, but there was a guy that what he did was he got like all of his testimonies, put it in a book, and he had like over 500,000 testimonies or something crazy. And whenever he would go to a client meeting and they're like, well, do you have anybody that can vouch for it? He would pull out this giant book and be like, here's all the testimonies that we have. Like, if you want to look through them and like people were like, dang, like I've never even, like nobody's ever done this. And they would just sign the contract right there. They wouldn't even look at it, you know, but it's just that seeing that there's that amount on there. And seeing that you have that. And the big thing is, is especially nowadays, video testimonies are way better because people feel like they're harder to fake, right? Like text testimonies, a lot of people just don't trust anymore as much as they used to. So if you can just have a bunch on there, like, of course, don't just like have your entire website just full of testimonies, but maybe you just have one page that's literally just pages and page like you can just scroll through hundreds of testimonies just because you can right like i don't ever think that that's something that's going to hurt you and like i said they don't even have to be like you know the best testimony of obviously you want to work with the client and make sure you're getting the best testimony they can give but not everyone needs to be like gold because like i said not everybody's going to watch them like that's okay. just what it is. I actually, I actually like cell phone. I like cheap test. I like testimonials that look like the Blair Witch Project. I like it. I like it to look like clients just popped their phone out and it was like, "Yo, I gotta tell y'all about this. This gotta be her right now. I ain't got time to set up all this stuff." I like it when they just film because I feel like it's more authentic. I I, I actually prefer that more. In most cases, than me going out using great audio and lighting and everything's perfect, I like somebody standing outside on their phone like, listen, I had to tell you all about this now. We just finished working with Ty. We had such a great time. Like, it is awesome. Like, I, I love those more just as much as a super professional. one. so keep that in mind. Like, it doesn't, you don't got to wait until everything's perfect. Sometimes, you know, that works. 
Uh, I, I promised Rodney he was next. We're going to get back to everybody. Go for it, bro. He's like, I forgot. My bad. You still got still got them facts up on that screen, too. I, I like that. Facts. facts. Uh, so two, 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 two things real, real quick. So, <laughs> that boy, good. So, when you were talking about the... Uh, and I'm only throwing this out there because I, I want... And hopefully anybody and everybody that's on here can use it if they if they decide to and if it fits. Because I just had an idea about when you were talking about the whole thing with the chicken wings, right? And you were talking about what, what, remember in, in the beginning, client comes to you says, "Hey, look, I want to get a commercial, and we need to do a promo video for chicken wings. Uh, why do you need to do that? Well, because you know, blah blah blah, blah. But you had to do that deep dive. Simplicity can do so much for you. And the idea that I was thinking is simply enough and mario you can even maybe think about doing this for like you're one of your catering people um you know for your food niche is simply just a slow pull out focus on the chicken wings a plate of them got the bottle of liquor or whatever that they sell that's right there and you simply have it on the table or whatever and the audio that you got playing in the background is football and you got a football sitting like i was talking about or whatever sporting event you maybe got some flicker from from some lights as you got the audio going and it just simply pulls out Pulls out, pulls out, pulls out, pulls out, and then whatever your call to action is. And then boom, there's your commercial. Low budget but high impact. And these, Low budget for you, still high ticket for the customer. Shoot right? one for every sport. You just triple jump. There you go. Baseball season there coming up. Basketball season. There you go. Boom. And then the second thing was Brian had a really good question. I don't know if you want to address I was going to touch I, I, on it. I am. Um, I'm going to get right to it. I, I'm okay, itching to get it. I'm I, just letting people talk. I, I'm coming to you, bro. I wanted to. <laughs> okay. I'll let you chime and then I'll follow up. But yeah, it was, yeah. But hopefully if anybody can use that, use that idea, please do. But I just thought that was just kind of like, when you just kind of hit my head, I was just like, wow. I mean, number one, they're not even thinking about like what the real problem is. They just kind of like went off an of impulse. Chicken wings, liquor that's the real issue okay then let's focus on that but like you said do lifestyle and that's what a lot of people don't focus on right now is that it's not necessarily about the product right it's about how that product incorporates into my life and how that product makes me feel yep right you don't always see a shoe from nike right you see an athlete that's running right you see someone that's doing a workout you see somebody that's doing whatever whatever in their daily life in their lifestyle and what does that do? It makes you feel something. It invokes emotion, and that's what it, that's what that promo ad should be about. So I'm done. Go ahead. Look, look at look at how sweaty the people are on Gatorade commercials. Nobody's like just like like think about the last time you had a Gatorade. You probably weren't doing nothing. You was like, I got some Cheetos. Give me a Gatorade. Like nobody on a Gatorade commercial is ever somewhere just chilling. Like everybody like there's never air conditioned wherever people are with Gatorade. They always like drenched shirt. They probably got a, a specialist that just spray people with water. Like you need more drenched. Like yo, I'm the Gatorade guy. I make everybody look thirsty and then Gatorade. So it's just they make you feel like that. You when you thirsty, you'd be like, get a Gatorade. If people be like, you're gonna be, you're probably just uh, you haven't drink enough fluids. They're like, get you some Gatorade. Nothing beats water, but Gatorade tells you it do. It just you feel like that. You're, you're uh, dehydrated. Bring this boy some Powerade or something. Get this. Go to the get some water. Water is you know what I'm saying it's nothing better than water. I know you had your hand up, Tim. Go for it. And then we are gonna answer uh, Brian's question. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I think that uh, Rodney uh, definitely hit it on the head there is, is that's the big thing is, you know, especially with value, um, ROI, any of these things, if you don't understand what that is, right? Because like, a lot of people are like, ROI, like that means money. And I'm like, not necessarily. The reason you bought your car is because you are buying it because it's an investment. And that investment may be better gas mileage, better reliability. Like there's very few people that I know that buy cars to actually make a profit off of cars. Like, and you have to really know what you're doing. I am not one of those people. I do not know cars that well, but I'm like, <laughs> that's like less than 1%, right? But that's the thing is I'm like, if you don't know what that is, like, what is the, the, the root thing, you know, and you touched on it with status, right? There's a reason why some like there's a reason why VIP tickets exist. If nobody cared about, you know, I just always think of Wayne's World when they're holding up their passes and going through everybody. Same thing. Like it's because you want to feel more important than everyone else. That's just, you know, that's that's the way that it works. And there's a lot of these and you really need to dig deep into what that is. A lot of people buy high-end stuff just to have that status you know what i'm saying what is vip like what is other than there's some there's certain times you can buy first class on a plane that don't even got a different seat like it's not even a i'm a bigger guy so i'll be like give me that exit row give me first class like there's times you can buy to sit up front just to sit up just to, think about it airline sell seating zones i'm zone one please step to the side so I can board this vehicle that's going the same place all of you peasants are going. I want to be able to put my bag up first. I've paid extra. Like, like they make money off that just for that status. So it's, it's crazy. Let me ask, let me ask you Brian a question. Then I'm gonna get to a few questions. We got Brian says, what should the flow of this, of the discovery call conversation look like? Some clients can't afford my services, but price usually isn't their issue. It's the value being provided. So how do I overcome that? Let's talk about that, right? A majority of people you talk to don't spend money with you, not because they don't have it, but because they don't understand why they should spend it. So in discovering their true pain points, you'll provide them with reasons as to why they should spend it, right? People spend $300 for shoes that they want to look at and put in their room just for the status of it. They don't buy it to jump from the free throw line and dunk. They buy it to say, I got these and you don't. So that status is worth it. So as you uncover pain points, you're going to notice that clients budgets will grow when you really find out what they really have a problem with. They'll, they will start to spend that money because when they come to you with something, it's just surface level. And even if you match that surface level, it ain't, it don't fix the pain point enough for them to say it's worth it. When you start digging deep and you start un uncovering what they really have a problem with and you address it there, they'll spend the money, right? If your doctor say, we realize you have a pinched nerve, that surgery to relieve that pain so your back won't hurt forever. It's going to cost your insurance company $10,000. Or we can try to sell you a $500 pill that's just going to make it feel better through the night and keep you coming back. You'd be willing to spend that $10,000 if it means you're not going to be in pain no more. If it's going to get to the true, you want to play basketball again, 
you want to go out there and really have fun and, you know, chase your kids around. That's what you really want to do and not be in pain. It's going to cost you $10,000 to do it. Take my money, please, because I want to get back out there and chase my kids around. That's more important than just not being in pain, but making sure that my kids love me and remember that I was out there playing with them and I'm able to do that and I'm no longer in pain and I can do that means more to me than 10 measly thousand dollars. Take it because I want to go out there and play with them. So when you uncover that pain point, them checks going to get written. Watch. You just you just used to fighting. You just used to fighting with the surface level issue and not going deeper. Tim, you want to add to that? Go for it, bro. And then we'll get to you. I know Bay had a question and I know we had a few other questions uh, popped up. Yeah. And, and just to, to iterate on that, my big thing is clarity. Not only do you need to have way more clarity in what you are properly selling, the client needs to feel like they are 100% clear on what is going to happen. Because realistically, I feel like where a lot of people fail is their client just isn't clear yet. Because think about it, like you probably know exactly what the next camera you're gonna get because think of how many videos you watch, think of how many reviews, think of how many like pricing things that you've looked at. You've gotten so clear and convinced yourself exactly why you need that thing. You just don't go to B&H or go to Amazon and type in camera and click the first camera that you see and buy it and know nothing about it you get as much clarity as you need before you make a buying decision. And the thing is, right, like buying a pack of gum doesn't take that much clarity, but spending thousands of dollars, you want more clarity in it. And that's the thing is you really have to realize that the only way that your client can be clear is you have to get very clear on exactly what they want because sometimes they don't know. Like you just kind of know but you've never, a lot of the times people just don't do a lot of deep thinking, right? Like people are like, I want more money. They just say that all the time. And it's like, well, why? Most people don't consistently think of why they need it. They have to continuously be reminded of it. And you need to bring those things up. And, and like I said, get as clear as possible. Companies spend billions of dollars creating brands to make it clear to you as to why you should choose them, right? You don't see cheap Lexus commercials with cars in the hood. You just don't. You don't see a Lexus in the hood ever. All that driving they do is in some expensive mountain and snow. You never see one just parked in like Compton, like with spray paint. Like you just don't, right? A car that they trying to sell like that, you may see it, but just like you, you see Jeep commercials, they out in the forest. It's a reason they want to, they want to answer those questions. It's an off-road vehicle. It doesn't matter if we put it in grass and put some rugged tires on it and you're in off-road vehicles, you're probably going to buy it. If we can show it, go over some dirt, you're probably going to buy it. So think about that. They don't know about your brand. You don't have the reputation that these big companies got. So you have to make sure you're answering the right questions and being clear on what you offer so that people will spend money with you. Um, Bay, I know you had a question. We'll let you jump in and then we'll get to get right. And then we'll Rodney. No, I, I think get right was before me. Let get right go. He was before me. All right. We're going to let him get right then. Go for it, bro. <laughs> can can y'all hear me? He, he didn't want you to get right with you, Bay. He was like, no, nah, let him go first. <laughs> go for it, bro. We hear you, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, going real quick, going back to the testimonials and everything. How soon do you use typically uh, get it from the client? Like I, when, when do you set that up? I I've gotten most of my testimonials at the end of the shoot. Just just a testimony on what it's like to work with us. What is it like for us understanding what your problem was? Because those testimonials, even even before they get it delivered, I get them all the time. And then I follow up and get even more. If they're happier, I'll get more. I'll double down. So now I got a fresh testimonial on. Hey, these guys really took the time to understand what we needed, why we needed it, our deadlines, our budget. These guys came out to us and provided great service. They did great things. We have fun filming. They 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 stuck to our itinerary. Those are all fact fact you know little fact snippets that I can use on my website. These guys were great to work with. We had a blast. It was one of the best shooting experiences. We didn't know what was going to be so much gear involved. We didn't know it was going to be this great. We had a great time. Then I'm delivering products, and then I'll circle back to get even more. So, you know that's two times that you can get great testimonials because they're going to be high off the shoot at the end of the shoot. They're going to, you're going to have gear there. You're going to have lighting set up. You're going to have camera set up. That's when I get my, in front of the camera, quick, well lit, perfectly shot testimonials. And then I'll get more after that. So you can, I, I'm hitting clients all day long with it. Um, Tim, you want to jump on the testimonial? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. My thing is anytime that you deliver a good product, a good result, and the client feels good about it, you should get at that point. Like um, a lot of times, like especially when we have clients that we do consulting with or any of that stuff. And if you're in person and you do this consistently, it's going to help you. But one is I'm like, even pull up just your phone and do like a selfie of you, both of you together and be like, hey, you know, we just got done with the shoot today. This is kind of what we did. You know, how do you think that it all went? One is you're getting, and it's like, feels that kind of impromptu. It has any of that stuff. We try and do that as much as possible on literally anything. (laughs) And that's why I think, because one is if you postpone it, you kind of wait, you do that kind of stuff. They don't have that same excitement and it doesn't always come across on camera. Um, Now there is something to be said of like, if you do want to do the like more professional sit down, but in those cases, if you're going to do that, you need to know, in my opinion, exactly the right questions that you're going to ask. Because a lot of times people, I think, go into those like more pro grade um, testimony type shoots and they don't know what the right questions are. Or you just go into to like Google and find like five questions really what you want to do is you want to think about it in reverse. Like as a business, what am I going to like, where is this going to be? Is it going to be in the proposal? Is it going to be on my website? Is it going to be on both? Like what is the, the main like thing? And one of my favorite questions that I ask is what was your business like before we started working together? That way, everyone has a very clear picture of exactly where they were and what their problems were. And then the solution was working with you and contrast that in that testimony. That I think is the big key thing, but you really want to do a little bit of research into exactly what kind of questions. And like what Ty said is right. If you have clients that ask you a lot of questions or people in a sales process that ask you a lot of questions, you should probably get testimonies that address those as well. Um, Especially because that's, that's, 
Yeah. And, and that's, that's the big thing is figure out what those pain points are that people have, you know, and it, I even like to ask people like, you know, in there, like, if I know that they've worked with another company, I'll ask them like, what was it like working with other companies before you worked with us? And they're like, man, you know, we used to work with other companies and they didn't really do this and they didn't really do that. But, you know, scary good marketing goes and they've really gone above and beyond what a lot of other agencies do in these areas. Right. So you, you really need to be do like, do your due diligence, really craft those testimonies. And that's where like sit down ones you want to, really make sure that you're doing that because if not, I feel like that's a big missed opportunity. Um, and like I said, just spend more than five seconds just Googling random questions, like really think about it because at the end of the day, you can probably take that, run that as ads, like that's what's gonna help you close those deals, right? So make sure that you're, you're doing, um, taking it I think a little bit more serious. I'm not saying that people don't, but I, I there's definitely some testimony videos that I've seen where you roll out all of that production and they're a little lackluster. And to me, I'm like, don't do that. Let me, let me, I got an example here real quick. We don't go to Bay. I got an example that I pulled up. This is a testimonial that I got from Chris Gonkowski, Gronk's brother, played for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and we did a shoot for a product for him and I got a testimonial from him. So let me pull that up real quick shoot. He had a great time and I just want to talk about that for a minute. Really quick off the cuff shoot. Let me see if he's playing audio. Can you guys hear audio? No, no audio. No no audio. Sir. Okay. Let me see if we can get audio real quick. And it's dying. Let's do a, <laughs> I know what it is. Let's change this from this. From the road to the, give me a second. I guess it's, I guess it's not gonna pull audio. We may not get audio. Let me just, let me see. I know, right? This, this was some off the cuff, off the cuff, real quick uh, situation. Oh, I know what to do. My fault. Thanks for the background music, Rodney. Appreciate, Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Let me change. Let me change my inputs to my outputs. My outputs to my inputs. Boom. There we go. All right. We should have it now. What's up, everyone? Chris Gronkowski here, CEO of iShaker. We came out with a brand new product. We updated our original and we wanted to make sure we were launching this product with a legit video. So we needed a high level production company to come in and handle this project for us. We wanted this launch to be huge. We wanted it to be perfect. We wanted to show everyone how awesome our new cup was. And that's how the idea came about to go and talk to Flash Film Media. We looked up their reviews. I talked to Ty and it was a perfect fit for us. Within a week, he was out here on site, set up, script in hand, and we were ready to film. Within a couple days, we had product in hand, we were seeing videos, we were approving, disapproving, editing. Within a week, the video was finalized and we were ready to launch. For anyone that's looking for an awesome video for their company, for their product, for their service, you gotta come to Flashfield Media. If you want quick turnaround, you want quality work, you gotta come here. Check out our video and check out Flashfield Media for all your production needs. But I want, all right. Now, there's a reason 
we did that. You notice he never said cheap. You notice he never said, if you want somebody cheap, we can, you can, nah, if you want, and, and, and you know, we had a lot of fun on that shoot. That was something that was kind of, you know, it was quick off the hip, but um, from him, that's a celebrity endorsement. That's a celebrity endorsement right there. Right. So you want to make sure that, and that was just quick. Hey man, you mind? Sure. I just went there and showed up and went to his house and, you know, we filmed it there. But if you can grab those, grab them, grab them as much as you can. And he addressed a few things, you know, he addressed a fast turnaround. He addressed, um, you said, how did you get them so hyped? Them dudes always hype, bro. Like, like them dudes are just, they're, they're always hype. Like you cannot not be hyped around them guys. Cause they, you know, they are always hyped. The video was, was crazy. It was fun, but grab them as much as you can because they help now being in Dallas he played for the Cowboys. A lot of Cowboy fans see that instantly. Like, yo, if he went with him, I'm going to go with him. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he's a celebrity. So they, they're not looking at cheap prices. Like, if celebrity use him, he's probably not going to be $500. But it worked. Cut the check. So associating yourself in Dallas with anything Dallas Cowboys, you are already, you're going to go places. Um, just because it's such a loved brand. Uh, here and I'm not even you know I'm not even a big Cowboys fan like that but you know it's just it's just instantly when clients see that they're like okay these guys aren't two dollar guys we you know they get the job done he said they were a great fit he said they did this that and the other let's go with them they're gonna be fast turn around let's you know let's cut the check and you'll meet a lot of people a lot of companies that didn't fully think about the fact that they need content as soon as they need it and they're like oh man I, we need it in 30 days can you guys do that yeah, of course, you know, or you can charge premiums for rush delivery and things like that. So keep that in mind. We we our thing is flex execution, right? Being flexible and having the ability to execute. A lot of clients we meet that are in business have tight deadlines and budgets and they have big budgets and tight deadlines and we can accommodate big budgets and short time frames. So that's what I like to push and put in front of clients who you know, who have those deadlines, who thought like, man, we need video at the last minute. Those are big ticket clients. We'll rush it, but you got to move that, uh, that comma over one more digit, but we can get it done. So, um, you know, that's just an example that I just, just came to mind and I got probably eight, uh, testimonials on my website but they all serve different purposes. I always, I get them for different, different items to address different things and overcome objections with testimonials. Trust me, it will make your job so much easier. I told you that I have them in my proposal. When you get my proposal, you're going to get my testimonials. It is what it is. All right, you're right. Uh, can you touch on uh, what was addressed in the eight videos or no? Yeah. Yeah. So some of the things I touched on was being shopped. Right. One of the videos say, hey, we shopped these guys like crazy. Um, And we chose and we chose them because their quality, because they were able to work with us and help us discover things we never thought of. Right. A second one addressed price. Hey, they wasn't the cheapest. They wasn't the cheapest at all. Nope. Probably one of the highest, but it was worth it. When clients see that. They know they're not about to come in with I don't wanna I don't wanna attract people who wanna buy small cars. I wanna attract Ferrari 
clients. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't want to, and it's just a decision that I made. I don't want to shoot 50 times a week. I want one to two job a week and I'm done. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that I'm addressing and kind of put a little delay on, um, module three of the master course is, is talking about timing, right? I have two shoot days per week. I have an admin day. I have a follow-up day. I have a proposal day. So I know if a client needs a proposal, we'll have it to you by this day, unless it's something quick. I know what time I have slotted out to do follow-ups. So, and, and it's just the way my schedule is because timing is important. I have certain days. I do certain things. We shoot a majority of our stuff on um, Wednesdays and Thursdays. We don't shoot all day every day because we work with corporate clients. They have all week to do it. I try to put it within a certain area so that I know that I'm spending a certain amount of time per per week on my callbacks, my follow ups. I'm, I'm sending emails. So things like that, we get into really deep on time management, um, you know, in that module. But it's important that you start to think about things like that with your business as you as you start to. To run it, but I know you had a question, bro. I, I hope you still remember it because I would have forgot. Yeah, it. I got it. I got it. All right. Hey, uh, what's up, guys? Haven't seen you guys in a while. I've been in the background hiding. Puerto Rico, you know? I've been in Puerto Rico. Um, and maybe Mario and Roger can help me with this. And me and wifey are packing up, and we're moving everything to Puerto Rico, and it, it feel like I got to start all over again. So. And it's a scary prospect to me because, you know, the, the language barrier, I think, is going to – I don't know if it's going to be a major issue. but And then the, the, the cultural differences over there, I want to see how to to um, wiggle my way into um, starting this all over again, you know, with the beta client. You know, I think this leads into the same thing that we're talking about. But, you know, it's just – has anybody ever just packed up all of their stuff and just moved to a whole different – Okay, maybe you can give me some insight on that because, well, you know, it's just a scary prospect. I just want to say for the record uh, that, um, I, you know, you, you didn't put out there that we are moving to Puerto Rico. <laughs> so don't just make it seem like, you know what I'm saying, like it's just you, bro. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? So just... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The crib uh, next door. I'll have you in the background. I'll have, have the chickens on again. Yeah, the crib yeah, next door. I'm coming to get that one. So when y'all see me reporting live from the beach, y'all know what's up. You're not leaving us, babe. We not. We ain't having that. Everybody on here going to Puerto Rico. So we all signing up. Everybody, you know what, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to come for you and Tim. I think I'm going to need Tim like crazy once I get over there. Tim too. is packing up. You don't even see just half the stuff he had in the background last week. Cause he's packing up. Everybody's going to Puerto Rico. Um, you know, I moved my business. I originally started it when I was stationed uh, at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. And when I moved to Dallas, my niches changed based off what was there. So oh, it, it, you're just kind of starting, you're just starting over a little bit. Um, but you got to see what's, what's relevant in that area that you, you know, especially if you want to survive things that may be big and popping over here may not be big and popping over there. Plus, you be maybe able to mix a little tourist style shoots um, in that area. So, so you know, I think that on top of you know cultural changes and things like that, that is some things to look at. Um, but I'll let you said you wanted to speak to who Mario and no, no, I just wanted what their thoughts on too because you got to think they have the Spanish heritage, so you got to think that in the cultural differences. 
what you got to look at when you get over there. You know, it's, it's, I mean, I've been over there and I think like five times, you know, so this month I have an idea, but it's, it's like, Oh man, now it's the, now you're getting in the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I think you'll do yeah. well though. Like, you know, I think you'll be, you'll do well. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You'll my, my palms are sweating. My palms are sweating, man. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta, you know, it's just a, you're, it's just about, you know, you've been there five or six times. You know, you know how it goes. Plus, you got, you know, your wife. Is your wife from Puerto Rico? She, yeah, she's our family's over there. Yeah, you got the, you, you got a, you got your beta client next to you. You just every night, you just like, hey, what you think? You know what I'm saying? Like, you in the game. You you have an inside track. You have somebody that loves you and that cares about the success of your business. As you know, what I'm saying she's a she's a primary like investor in your business to make sure you do well. Oh, she is the, she is the business. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it'll work. It'll definitely work out. I think it's just nervousness of going somewhere different, something new. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's. I, I also think it's the 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 you know I got to get my Spanish down. My Spanish. I only got the bad words. That's all I got off to, to ask <laughs> what I need. You know what I want for my wife, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the first thing I learned when I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good start. I yeah, always yeah. learn the cuss words just to know when I'm getting cussed out. They could be saying 20 things. You say what? You call me a what? You say well, yeah. Them them, them these fighting words what? you just said right there. Like you say yeah. what? Yeah, I, I'm always yeah. I was like that. But I, you know, I, I think you. I think it. Plus, how can you be sad in Puerto Rico? It's so nice over there. Like, no, nah, it's nice. I mean, it's beautiful. You can just film sunsets all day. I'll just burn out <laughs> memory cards just at the beach, just filming just. You know, sand yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm excited to go, but like I said, it's a little nerve wracking because it's like almost starting all over again. You know, and and, and um, when I first started out, I mean, I made a ton of mistakes, man, just ton of mistakes. You know, but like you and Tim said, you know, those are the, the mistakes that you learn from, and you actually figure out, okay, well, I don't do that no more. You know, and 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 I, like Tim said, the mistakes have been more valuable than anything. Yeah, learning from fail forward. Yeah, I can't. Way I can't. More valuable. I can't wait for us to get over there, babe. I think we're gonna have fun over there when we all pack up and go. I think it's gonna be good times. Everybody, everybody on this chat, we can't look at Frozen. He's ready to go. Look at him. He's ready. That dude's like, when we leaving? So you know, Bay gonna send out tickets to all of y'all. I don't know if y'all know. Check your email for your confirmation yeah, you numbers. Thank uh, you, Bay. We appreciate you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Bay. One thing. One thing I did want to tell you when it comes to like culture and stuff like that is. Puerto Rico culture and then like Mexican culture are like completely different things. Like the Spanish is there and even the Spanish is like a little different, but like, I would just be you know, kind of make sure to separate that. Yeah. yeah. Cause sounds like some people get really offended you for get, real. Oh no. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like uh, us with the Jamaican culture or something like that. It's like, Whoa, Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Facts. You know, but whatever. I'll figure it out. It's just, you know, I had a question that I figure I'm going to start all over again, man. Just all over. It's not going to be from scratch. It's just, it's just a little, you're going to be tweaking. It's just a little change. <laughs> it's like that in Detroit. If you're from outside of Detroit and you say you're from Detroit, I'm like, what part? <laughs> I'm from uh, Dearborn. Then don't you take that Detroit Tigers hat off, bro. Anybody from Detroit, for some reason, Detroiters are like that. You can't, we check people like, you got a, you got a Detroit Tigers hat on? Where you from, bro? <laughs> oh, I just like the team. Yeah, you better just like the team, bro. Like we don't. It's for. It's like a gang, man. I don't know. I had to. Like I had to. That's something that I had to like get under control. Leaving Detroit, you know what I'm saying? I'd be checking dudes way across the street. Like, bro, what's up with that hat? It's just a Tigers hat. 
My dad was a Tigers. Where you from, though? Minnesota. <laughs> you gonna take the hat off, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? I don't know why. It's just anybody from the D will tell you. Anybody from the D is like it's rough. So yeah, Man, West Side. West Side. That's that's the best side. Okay. I stay sporting this. I stay sporting that. What's that, Mario? <laughs> Mario brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a Wario hat just to mess with you. I'm gonna come on with my Wario hat, like yo, Wario. <laughs> so, 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 so Kai, on, on a serious note, so what yeah. did you do? You just you moved over and you just tried, and you felt out the um the the um the vibe over there, and you, you tried to play it that way. Yeah, for me, it was it was about understanding. You know, the economy was completely different. The economy for Fort Bragg, North Carolina is a military based economy. It was just completely different than going to Dallas. And, you know, they they got oil money. They money a whole lot different than most places. I lived in Atlanta and I thought I seen like some bread and oil money is just it's it's ridiculous. Like it is it's beyond what you think. Oil money is just old money. Or old money in general. So I just had to learn the economy. And and really coming to Dallas is what made me go B2B. And was what made me realize B2B was where it was at. Like it, it really opened my eyes to going after businesses because it was so many. And they were just like, you want to check for what? Here. Like, whoa. Like, why am I chasing people? So it really opened my eyes to looking at my business differently. And I went from thinking about doing headshots and in a park, you know, taking pictures of people, dog to like, yo, it's a whole untapped market here. Even, and I'm going to tell you my background, I want to do film and video and I want to do movies, but there's so much money in B2B that that it put that on the back burner. Like why, why shoot a movie and hope I can get to a festival and try to get people. And maybe when I can go shoot a interview for Comerica Bank and they and they write a twenty thousand dollar check. Like why then I can take that money and dump it into my movies and I you know what I'm saying? So it just changed my way of thinking by coming to a city that is big on business. It made me realize what I was missing. So you may go to Puerto Rico and look at their economy and look at things that they that 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 go on there and you may tailor your business to that. I mean you may go there and say, hey, you know what? I think I'm gonna do wedding wedding photography because we're getting a thousand people fly in a month to, and they're paying top dollars to stay at these resorts and have their wedding. So without even thinking about it, just because I, you know, they call me up and they know that I, I, I talk like them and I, you know what I'm saying? And we can relate. Here's a $5,000 wedding twice a week, every week, because you know, with the, with the seasons, it ain't like y'all gonna get snow. So you, it may be more profitable to do weddings year around where up in Michigan, Nobody really getting married in February. Like very few people are getting married in February. So it, it things may just shift in that in that aspect. Everything you've learned, you can still apply to, you know, what's going on in Puerto Rico. So that that part's not going to change. Cool, cool. Get right, media. Go for it, bro. Get right with it. I got to mess with you. Bro. <laughs> I got to get with you, bro. Um. Uh. So okay. So when you were in Atlanta. When you were uh, thinking about moving, why not New York or L.A. or Orlando? You know what I'm saying? Something, something like that. For me, okay, so what brought me to Dallas was family, right? I never wanted to go to New York. I like space, right? I like space. New York just wasn't for me. Um, 
New Yorkers is they New Yorkers is like yo Brooklyn yo they like New Yorkers will scream like where they from in your face like for no reason like y'all just actually what the time was bro I don't need to know that you from 55th Ave over there by the you know what I'm saying I don't need your building number bro I'm just trying to LA I felt like it was the land of photographers and videographers and I felt like cities like that it's it's hard to break through in my idea at the time I wanted to do movies, it was more of who you know than what you knew. Um, and Dallas, I felt like was an untapped market. Like, no, you didn't, you, you didn't hear of a lot of movies and stuff coming from Dallas. So that's why I was like, Dallas may be the place for me. Um, and then I got here and realized that B2B was where it's at. And then learning that skill set, now I'm like, I can go anywhere with it. Like it works everywhere. I don't think I would have learned that if I would have went straight to LA, I would have just been on, I'd have been focused on, movies 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 so dallas worked out for me um even though i didn't come to dallas for business i came to dallas because my family started relocating down here you know what i'm saying every time i every time i mean to would you, would to, you, add to dallas go ahead i'm sorry no would you yeah, i think get right with saying something i, I don't know if that was based on <laughs> screaming in the street Babe, did you scream your street real quick uh, i'm from but i'm new york i'm new york i was just waiting for you to say something out of line you i know, know i know that's why i was <laughs> I had to get my brass knuckles and back up a little bit. I can't, you can't be in Puerto Rico. You can't, you, you on to Puerto Rico now, bro. You can't be, no, that's over with. You gotta, you gotta be smiling. I was like, what? Wait, wait, New York? Like, what? What? You gotta leave your brass knuckles in New York. You can't take them to Puerto Rico now. You got to be smiling. Go ahead, get right. No, no, I was just saying, I was thinking about moving uh, to Cali. That's all. Where you currently at? Uh, Virginia. Okay. So this is cross this cross the way. Yeah, that's a whole jump. What part of Cali? Because that that matters a lot. Um, I was not in LA, but like somewhere on the outskirts, like outside of LA, somewhere. I, I personally, if I was going to Cali, me with my skill set, San Francisco area, the Bay Area, um, like Silicon Valley, like the businesses and tech companies, that's where I would I would prefer to go. That's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? I think I would make a killing out there more than L.A. That's just I love L.A. L.A. is probably I love L.A. I plan on going out there probably into this month or something. And I would love to live out there. But for my business and what I know, because I'm a tech guy, I think I would San Francisco would be the place for me. Definitely. Um, gotcha. So let me let me a quick question. Brian popped up. He said, uh, what first steps would you recommend for someone transitioning from B to C to B to B? One is you want to build the brand to appeal to B to B. Right. What works from people don't work with brands. Brands don't. They businesses want to do business with businesses. People would do business with anybody. So you got to build the company to look like you guys are even a little bit even. Um, and some of that is simple stuff like going from saying, Hey, I can work on your project to, we will work on your project. They like the idea of team. They like the idea of if you're not around, it's 20 people to step up. And that may be something as simple as working out relationships with other photographers. Hey man, if I can't make it, let's just work on an agreement where if something happened, I can call you to cover it. This is the set amount. You can just something as little as that, that little bitty insurance policy will come a long way. And I've had, great relationships with uh, people who cover me when I was a one man band and be like, yo, I got this coming up. Can you cover me for a half an hour while I get there? And, and it just worked out. So those are just little things that 
you want to make sure you have in place because they like to work with teams. So that's one thing I would be mindful of. Hilarious on the heat check from where you're from. Joy Road, Gratiot, Dexter, Schoolcraft, Six Mile. I got to read all of this because he's from Detroit. So I'm sorry, y'all. Um, Seven Mile, don't say McNichols. You're right. That's that's a Detroit. That's a real Detroit guy right there. He know he named all the streets. I'm from Plymouth Road on Detroit, but but it's all good. I'm I'm yeah. Just wanted to get that shout out to the Detroit, to all my people from the D. I used to check people. That's like where are you from? Dallas is the D. No, it's not. It's Big D. It's not the D. Big difference. Anyway, I'm sorry. I had to rant on that real quick and represent. You know what I'm saying? Who else had a question? Somebody else had a question. I didn't think they had a hand up and their hands started getting tired. Was it Rodney? Was it you? It was you. It was you. Go for it, bro. I'm glad I took notes. All right. Thank you for our time today. I want to thank you guys for coming. No, I'm joking. I just like messing with Rodney. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to mess with Rodney. (laughs) Like, share, and subscribe. It's like I got to get Rodney. I got to get Why did I know that was going to happen? Why? <laughs> why, why, why? I feel like Morty right about now, dude. This is how I feel like I get treated all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> just to, um, this is kind of the touchback. I think, uh, who was it? Uh, Brian Smith's um, question that he had. And I think part of it was talking about uh, people not being able to afford his services. And he was just kind of having some issues with that. Um couple of things one and, and please anybody and everybody else if you if you can if you need to chime in on this don't be afraid to tell somebody like don't number one don't be afraid to walk away from a deal and don't be afraid to like stand by your prices if they can't afford you they can't afford you that, that that's just all there is to it don't don't be afraid of that um and here's what i wrote out um the thing is is to find and solve the real issue it's all about the value if they're worried about, oh, I can't afford you. Well, one, a lot of times, and I know Tim has said this a few times, clients lie. A lot of times clients lie. They don't tell you the truth. They got the money. Don't let them tell you that they don't. They got the money. Okay? They got the money. If they're a Fortune 500 company, they got the money. Trust. They got a um, building. They got the money. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So the big thing is it's about the value. And if you present them the value Right, and, and this is where it comes into play. If you provide, if you provide enough value, that solves their problems, their issues, their obstacles, their agenda, whatever the case is. When you do that deep dive, that's when you're going to increase your odds exponentially of getting that sale. Bottom line, and it kind of goes back to what Ty and Tim were saying: is that it's all about the questions. It's all about the clarity. You've got to ask those questions, and it's going to turn into this. You know what? Um, I really, really want to go with you. Sorry, blind dogs walking around and the things. Um, I really, really want to work with you, but we just can't afford you. So one, you know, that's cool. I've got a partner that I can refer you to or come back to us when you can. Or we've got another package for you that might be able to work. Right. Or, hey, let's look, putting you on a, on an entertainer situation. Give them options to work with them, but that never said at no point in time that I ever tell you to lower your prices. Never, never said that you might in a one off situation say, hey, look, you know what? This is what my prices are as an introductory offer. I'm willing to do this for you as a one time. Right. Earn, you know, kind of earn their business, kind of, you know, faith situation. 
even if you work with somebody and you do work for them for free, still send them an invoice to show them this is what it's going to cost. Even if you do that with a beta client, send them that invoice because one that gives them the expectations. Hey, this is what this is what your value is. This is what you offer. This is what your rates are. Okay, I want you to put some things together, put some things, you know, in whatever, whatever I got to do to rearrange or whatever. And then I will come back to you versus, yo, can you hook me up again? Yep. Can you hook me up again? Can, can you do me another favor? And that's the last thing you want. That's the last thing you want because that client is going to be a headache. More times than not, a client that's going to write you a check for five figures, six figures, you will almost never hear from. And somebody that you do work for free or a couple hundred dollars, you will hear from them every five minutes. Can you fix this? Can you do this? Well, I don't like the way that looks. And those are the headaches and problems you don't want, man. You do not want that. So, that being said. <laughs> did he just, the truth. Did he just drop yeah, the mic? True. Did he just drop the mic and exit stage left? That was a mic drop. Okay. That's, that's absolutely true. about right. <laughs> One thing you're going to realize in this industry is the people who cut the big checks don't bother you. Like, they, just, they don't bother you. they just like, you the expert. Help us get to where... Those who like penny pitch, that the, the people who don't get enough value, they don't feel like you can fully do this thing. They watching over your shoulder. I mean, I have people that's like, oh, how did that picture come out? Let me see it. Like, bro, like, I got this. So that's one thing you're going to learn. And when you start dealing with people that just pay you and leave you alone and trust your expertise and, and fully trust you, you are not going to want to go back to these penny pinchers. You're not gonna want to go back to that. You're not gonna want to. It's just like when you had a new, when you when you go get a brand new Cadillac off the lot or whatever your favorite car is, and it's brand new or it's in great condition. You don't want to go back to no hoopties. You ain't about to be slamming doors and dealing with, you know, plastic bags on your window and knocking and ticking and popping. And you're gonna be like, man, this car rides so smooth. I don't want to go back to that. And you're gonna do what you got to do not to go back to that. So it's just. Once you get there and, and you get there by solving true problems, under, discovering real pain points and not surface pain points, discovering what real pain points are, because when you offer value to the real pain point, I'm telling you, they're willing to spend whatever they got to spend to alleviate that problem. Surface pain point, they're going to spend a little bit. But if you can really get down to the to the to the meat, you'll have a greater chance to close the sale and they will pay what they need to pay. Go for it, Tim. I know you wanted to jump in. Yeah, no, I was just going to say one of my favorite things to say, because you will get those people that are, you know, the penny pinchers, the price shoppers, the whatever, trying to get the the low ball uh, offer, that kind of stuff. And anytime that I have a client that, you know, is like, well, how much is it going to be? How much is it going to be? Normally, I just tell them it's going to be a lot of money. Yep. And if they're like, well, how much is a lot of money? I'm like, a lot of money. So if you're not comfortable spending a lot of money, then let's just like go our separate ways right now. Like if that makes you uncomfortable, we are not going to do business. And there are plenty of times I've walked out of like literally gotten up and been like, nope, this isn't going to work for us. And they will literally be like, no, 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 don't go, don't go. Like sit down. Like, And I'm like, I don't need you. You need me a lot more than I need you. And you have to have that mentality because the big thing is clients are a commodity. If somebody like if somebody just wants to lowball something, I'm like, great, go talk to somebody else. Like, I am not the guy for you. I'm like, you know, 
I, I, that's probably one of my favorite things to say when I have somebody that's like, what is it going to be? What is, I'm just like, it's a lot. It is a lot of money. It's just what it is. You're either comfortable with me saying that or not. <laughs> so, you know, I, I and, totally and the, the big thing is, is especially if somebody doesn't see the value, like what Rodney said is I definitely think that, you know, one is actually figure out if it is price. Cause a lot of times people will use price as an excuse to not move forward because they're uncertain about something else. So a lot of the time that's, you really need to find out, is it actually the price? Is it that they literally do not have the money to do it? And if so, that's okay. But if you don't know that um, and you don't dig deep into that, then I, I think that you're also doing them a disservice um, by not getting to the root of what that problem is. Because like I said, a lot of times it may just be that they think that maybe you can't deliver it within the time frame that they have in mind, even though you've never even talked about a time frame. Facts. Let me put this, this new meme up. Facts. Real quick, um, I want to move. Let me say this real quick. We'll get to you, Mario. I want to say, listen, when people come to me like that, I tell them, that, hey, there's guys that can do this for dirt cheap, and there's guys that can do this right. We're not the cheap guys. So you want to cheat. There's other places you can go. If you want it right, you're at the right place. So you can you can you can have it done one or two ways. Cheap or right. I'll let you make the make the, make the decision. But and then a lot of times when you know when you got their pain points, do you really want us to cut corners on solving this problem that you're saying that you're having? Do you really want to cut corners on that? Now that I know what the real issue is, you know what I mean? Use that. Do you really want us to cut corners on this? If you had, if you had an issue with, you know, you had a tumor in your brain, do you really want to cut corners on that? You don't. You want to get it right. Um. So, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta position it like that. Mario, go for it, bro. Uh, yeah, I was gonna add to to what Tim was saying. And it is something that I am uh, learning within myself to be really real with these pers- with these clients, and not be emotional about it. Like I have mm-hmm. to be like like they say. Like for example, it's back back before I used to be into like being base structure and everything. It's like, well, you know, can we do it for like this? whether it was my music videos, my homies, uh, birthday, whatever. It was just, I was driven to close sales by how emotional I was at that moment. And and I felt like, well, you know, I'm trying to help them out. But at the same time, you know, they're the, just like how Tim said, they're the one that need, need me to help their business grow. So why should I kind of be, you know, emotional about it? They're not, they're not thinking emotional. They're thinking business and how to save money on whatever their, their, their budget is for the month, the year or whatever. And that's something that I, that my friend is teaching me right now that he, he's a salesman by, by, by trade, you know, that's his career. He's a freaking salesman. This guy makes like a quarter mil, a quarter of a mil a year just in sales. And he literally tells me, it's like, you know what? 
they, you know, talk to all these restaurants right now. They need you. You don't need them. And if they can't afford you or they they're coming up with these excuses, like just say, okay, bye. And then, you know, let them deal with it. So it's like, I'm still in that process that I'm there, you know, to be cold with it, like cold, stone cold with it. And then just, just, just pretty much not, not be emotional about closing the cell because I know the type of person that I am. And, and, you know, so yeah, what Tim is saying is definitely something that I am trying to, uh, that I'm implementing into my own, like mindset, you know? And one thing about growing is you can't be afraid of you. Listen, like business is war. It's either going to be me or you, right? I can't be afraid to walk away from a situation that doesn't help my business grow, right? You can't be because you will just crumble and take anything. And people, their job is to get as much as they can get from you as cheap as possible. And you, you got to be able to say no. The biggest, that's what I love about working for myself is to tell somebody, no, we're not doing it for that. That's not going to happen. Let me tell you what is going to happen. This, that. I, I literally had a client who paid for service and they kept making revisions. They kept making revisions. And we're like, hey, at this point, we're going to charge you. Oh, well, I don't like it. Let me tell you what's going to happen. And I literally, no BS, was like, I'm either A, you're going to pay the remaining of your balance within 15 days. And we can do the revisions you requested. And if you want additional revisions, we will pay accordingly. Or after 15 days, we can clean our hard drives off and move forward and do something different. It got that bad. You are in control. Sometimes people just divas, man. They just they just want what they, you know what I'm saying? They used to, you, you ever had somebody that just raised their voice to get what they want? They will control you like that. It's not happening here, chief, because guess who the boss is? This guy. And this is what's going to, these are your options. Pick one. Oh, and she was, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm going through this and I got that. And, you know, honestly, I don't care. It has nothing to do with me, but you're not going to treat me like that. This is what's going, you need to pick one because I'm not your friend. I'm here to do business. And sometimes it get like that. Like, that's just, I, I can't, I'm not going to tell y'all everybody's like peachy great. I've had people that were just difficult. Like I, I had a lady literally, we, she wanted to film something at her friend's house, right? Her friends had dogs. We filmed all day, right? They were the puppies was in every shot. Let's get the puppy. Look, at, I'm holding the puppy. And on the way out, she was like, I don't want to use anything with the dogs. What? You you picked the dog up. Like, why you didn't tell your friend? So you rather you rather I worry about it after we shooting than to tell your friend you don't want the dogs in the shoot? Because she was like, the dogs are so cute. Scoot them over. Like, it wasn't like she was like, put the dog up. Like, she was like, oh, my God, look at the dog. And now you're going to whisper to me, I don't want anything with the dog in it. All of our footage got dogs in it. Oh, well, you didn't do what I needed you to do. You didn't. Wait, what? Let me let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you how old. Let me get Tyrone. Let me get Tyrone on the phone. Because Ty, he didn't. Ty didn't said enough. Tyrone come back like. Like what? <laughs> Like what? Up, what's up? Nah, nah. Let me tell you what's gonna happen, ma'am. Straight up. Uh, this is what we finna do. Ty, Ty be like this. Like this is what we finna do, Chief. Uh, we ain't about to do that. We ain't about to do none of this, fam. It ain't about to happen. We gonna do this, that, and yet. Let me get Ty for you, cause he nicer. I'm telling you, I don't. I'm just. That's me. People would know. I used to, when I used to work at that other company, they used to be like, "Is it Ty or Tyrone?" I just want to know before I ask you for something. 
I ain't have my coffee yet. Tyrone is here. So sometimes you, that's what I love about it being mine is I don't got to kiss nobody's butt. I ain't about that life. And sometimes you got projects where it come down to that. Like I'm, I don't want you to think that it's everybody can relate to great customer service and a nice version of you. I'm not saying go out and beat people up, but there's been times where I'm like, listen, you got 15 days to make this decision because I'm not about to hold on two terabytes of footage for somebody that didn't finish paying their invoice. So it's up to you. Um, Darren, go ahead, jump on real quick. I know, Tim, I know you had something to say. We're going to go to you next. Um, So I know like from Maju too, you say um, don't mention price on the phone, kind of wait yep. till they see the proposal. Yep. It, so what do you do if they ask for like a starting price or an estimate on the phone before you even get to the proposal? You can say where prices start out. Your base rate is where your price start. Hey, okay. price, pricing start at this amount. And, and, and you want to do that because if somebody got $200 in their mind and your base rate is $1950, don't like you want to disqualify people. Let me make that clear. It is your time is valuable. Disqualify right. people. Get off my phone if you trying to cuz I don't I can be on the phone with somebody who ready. Get off my phone. Disqualify people. If you right. ever go on a date on the first date, she's like, "I'm saving it for marriage." Stop. Check, please. Out. Yep, I'm yep. out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You get it. It's a crazy analogy, but you get it. <laughs> That's why you subscribe to this channel because the analogies is crazy, but you're like, Man. I get it. But if you're looking for wholesome, that's not a problem. Okay. Yeah. The views and opinions like, expressed. Yeah. Because me, uh, me and Bay, we always joke about that. Like, I'd be like, you know, we'd be like, what if one of us was like that? We'd be like, nah. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, if it's not, if, it, if, if you don't, if it ain't, you know what I'm saying? I'm, some people are cool with that. I'm not knocking that if that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I, I can't do it. I'm just saying somebody can be like, and I'm that's cool, ma'am. I respect you fully. I think it's great. I commend you for it. However, check please. That's like the client, like, uh, I want to do a video, but uh I ain't got the money right now. Yeah. So uh can we <laughs> I'm not about convincing and persuading and I don't I just I respect I totally respect you. Totally respect you. The best thing can, I can, can do we, is disqualify. Can, can we can we just refer you to to, to, to Bob and Billy over here. Yep. And you just do it for. <laughs> when I get on, man, I'm telling you, when I get on, uh, you're going to shoot all my videos for the same price I shoot this one for for free. Get out of here, guy. Get out. Right. When, I, when they send me that email, I'll I be sitting there just like this guy. Like, hmm? Like, really? <laughs> get me out of here, bro. Frozen, I know you had a question. Go for it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a request for Tim and oh, yeah. Ty. Can you provide us with the story of a time when you had to put your foot down and walk away from a client? Oh, I got a ton of them. Tim, you want to go first? You got a few of those? I want to see t- Timmy. Let Timmy out. Let t- let Timmy out. What's t- <laughs> I let, Tim- let him loose? Yeah, let Timmy. Let's Bring it, Tim. Bring it, Tim. Bring it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like anything. I mean, so to me, I've always been the kind of person that – like if we get along, that's great, but there's, there's definitely a line. Um, and for me, especially in business, like a lot of the times it's hard for me to just pick like one thing, but I mean, it's just like anything, you know, um, 
So for example, one of the things that we do is we'll create video content, like we'll I'll do a video, maybe a, a website breakdown, an, an ad audit, whatever, send that to a client, get on a meeting, right? That takes a lot of our time, that takes a lot of work, right? We're going through and we're doing you know custom audits for somebody. We're doing all of this for free just to get in contact with somebody, potentially get a meeting, right? And you know, they're like, oh yeah, you know, everything's great, everything's whatever, go to a meeting, and then it's just like always, right? There's always somebody that's just like, well, we don't really have this, we don't really have that, we don't have this. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's totally fine. We can help you with those things and without, you know, whatever it is, right? If you don't have a proven offer, okay, we need to make sure we have one of those, right? You don't have a website, we kind of need one of those if we're gonna do ads, right? We don't have this. They're like, well, our budget's like, you know, we only got like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, why did you even call us? Do you really think that a client, like you're wanting to be a multi-million dollar business, right? That's fine, but do you really think you are going to work with anybody or anyone who's really gonna wanna work with you or even want to buy your product if you aren't even willing to spend money on your own business? Do you really think that that's gonna work for you? And that's normal, like a lot of my conversations go like that because I'm like, for me, I'm just like, you have to have realistic expectations. Like business is not easy, right? There's gonna be people out there that are gonna tell you it's easy, they're gonna tell you whatever. And I'm like, that's fine, but right now, we cannot help you. We just can't. Like we have YouTube content, go watch that. Like you want something for nothing, I'm not the person for you. I'm like, you know how much it costs for employees? You know how much it costs to do any of that? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you need to up your business game. Like, you got to do it. I can't do it for you. <laughs> it's your company. I should not be more invested in your company than you should be. If I am, what does that say about you as a company? Thanks. That's probably not a company I want to work with. That's probably not a company that customers want to buy from. And like I said, granted, I've done this my entire life. I did this to uh, one of the deans at my college. So, you know, Rodney knows. Rodney's heard the story. I have never been, uh, like, to me, I'm all about helping people. But I am not, like, you know, if you're struggling to walk, I'll help you. But I ain't going to drag you. Like, you got you to gotta try and put that effort in. You have to. And by you know lowballing doing whatever i'm like do it yourself be crafty like we all start at nothing like don't think that everybody's going to give you everything and to me i'm not that kind of person i'm like i work for everything and so, i'm not gonna waste my time with you like unfortunately that's just what it is so going back to when you said he offered a thousand dollars was that after you you provided him with the quote so we we don't so our process is a little different. We don't provide quotes. We don't do any of that. I sit down with every client and we technically we do a discovery meeting for about an hour. Normally when I do a discovery meeting, the first hour is just the client talking about themselves. The next hour if we have time, I actually take everything that they've said, gone through all of those pain points, gone through all of the stuff and we start developing a solution with them. Like I said, I've been doing this for 
quite a while. So like I can order like I can look at your website and I can, you know, probably tell you exactly what you need to tweak, but I want to hear why you've made those decisions because I need to understand the way you think about your business, not the way I think about it. The only way for me to effectively help you is to look at your business through your eyes. But right, like if this is how you see it, I need to help you see it this way. I don't need to be on the other end of the table trying to look at your business. So if I don't understand your business almost as well as you do, I can't give you the best service I can. I can't help you. I can't move you forward. And that's why like a lot of people are like, dang, you spend like two hours talking with someone. I'm like, yeah, but that two hours, that person probably has more clarity on where they're at, where they want to go and what we are doing to help them. And a lot of times I'll tell them like, look, if you think we're way too expensive or we're just not a good fit, literally take everything that I told you today and go do it. You have the ability to go and do it and learn it. The difference is the reason you would hire us is because we do this every day. One thing that may take you a month to do, we can probably do in a day. Is that worth it to you? And if it's not, then don't hire us. Literally go and do it yourself. Because to me, like, that's what our job is. Our job is to help you excel in your business and however that looks. So that's, that's really how I do it. Um, and then initially what we do is once we do that, we pretty much before I leave with them, normally I get paid that same day, if it makes sense. If I can get paid that day, I get paid that day. Sometimes we'll, we'll draft up the proposal after we've already collected payment. Because to me, a proposal is just a piece of paper saying what I'm going to do for you. That's pretty much it. Um, and like I said, I know that that's not everybody's thing, and that's okay. You know, all industries are different. But I sit down and I literally, you know, if a client's like, send us a proposal, I'm like, great. What would you like to see on that proposal? What exactly do you want us to put on there? I'll take all those notes. And then what I'll do is, once I've gone through, if there's something that comes up that I think like, oh, I think they would really like this, I'll even just give them a call and be like, hey, you know, I was looking over the proposal um, and I just realized that looking at it, doing all this stuff, we actually should probably do this or swap this thing out or, or whatever. Does that work for you? I never like I'm not a, a that's just my sales process. I like it a lot better because when I'm there, I can upsell them. I can downsell them. I can answer any questions that they have right then and there. Um, now, of course, there are times where you can't do that. Like we just have to send a proposal. Like if you're doing RFPs, you're doing any of that kind of stuff, you can't really sit down with somebody. But if I can, I will always choose that 100% of the time. Because um, like I said, I just know what we can do. Um, and they feel better about it, right? Because when was the last time somebody spent two hours with you helping you make a decision on something that's really, really important? Most salespeople don't. Most people are like, I wanna get on the phone, say three words and close a $10,000 deal. And I'm like, <laughs> good effing luck, that ain't gonna happen. Like, it just doesn't. You don't, nobody just you know pulls out a credit card and like, oh, $100,000, there you go. I don't need any like, they were just like, whatever, I just buy houses and I don't look at them. No, <laughs> it's a process, right? And, and the, the other thing is sometimes even with a client that 
we may do stuff with. I may even tell them not to pay right now. I may drag that process out to build more anticipation. And that's something that's, once you've kind of done sales for a while and you've kind of done that, you can do that. But that's the thing is like, it's all practice. You have to get to that point. And that's, that's the big thing is I, and I think a lot of people when they fail in sales is because you're going in there thinking about your pockets, thinking about what my bank account is right now. And that I like it's do or die on the sale. And to me, I'm like, it's not do or die. Like my company is going to be here. You know, even if like, let's say when, like whenever I started my company, I still had that mentality. Like, well, my company is still going to be around. If you don't do a deal with me today, maybe we can do it tomorrow, right? Maybe today's not the best day. Maybe tomorrow is better, but I'm not going to get hung up. I'm not going to get tripped up. I'm not going to, you know, like get sad or depressed or whatever. Cause that doesn't help me at the end of the day. It really doesn't help me get better at closing a sale. And to me, I'm like, if you're somebody that, that just wants to lowball me, I'll just scare you away and be like, look, like if they're like price, like I said, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So like if we were just to bottom line this and do business today, how comfortable would you feel if I told you that it was going to cost you $20,000 for us to work together? What would you say about that? And if they're like, that's way too much money. And I'd be like, well, then obviously we're not going to do business and that's okay. You can probably find somebody that can do it cheaper and get cheaper quality. Now, are your prices dependent on the scale of the company? Uh, to a degree for us, yes, because right, like managing $100,000 worth of ad spend over three different ad platforms is different than spending $10,000 on just Facebook, right? There's more work that goes into that. So for us, technically, but it's because Right. The more money you spend, the more ad platforms that you're on. Normally, it's because you're working with a bigger company, right? Like a bigger company that has a marketing budget of a million dollars a quarter is a lot different than a company that only spends a million dollars a year. So like we have to adjust for that. Um, but honestly, like as you start going, because like I said, we still do video stuff. Like we still do that. We still offer it. But as you keep going and you keep doing it, you'll, there's always a threshold, right? Like, like restaurants, a restaurant isn't probably going to pay you a hundred thousand dollars to do one video, right? Even like, unless it's like maybe a McDonald's commercial, like, right. But that's like pinnacle of that industry. Like most restaurants, maybe the, the max is going to be 5,000. My thing is then if I know that that's the maximum, to a degree, that's my minimum now. Every business that I talk to, I'm going in there and I'm like, we're either doing this at 5K or we're not doing it. Because I know that there's always a business out there that is going to fit within that model. And I would much rather go and talk to 10 of those businesses than try to like wheel and deal and do whatever with maybe a smaller one. And like I said, if you like the brand, you like that kind of stuff, you know, can you do um, split payments, right? I'm still getting five grand is just maybe over the course of three months, you know, or can I come up with maybe a cheaper alternative to help the small guy that doesn't take us as much time is easier for us to do 
but can still get them a good result. That, and that's how you kind of start working your, your pricing. You start doing that kind of stuff. But I always want to know, like, what is like the threshold for that industry? Because like I said, like a dentist's office is different than a restaurant. And that's different than, you know, the dog groomer, right? They all have different thresholds, but you're never going to know what those thresholds are if you don't push it. And to be honest, like, it's crazy because like whenever we do a deal that's like, ten thousand dollars i'm just like meh it's a ten thousand dollar deal it's not that great that's my mindset now on some deals that's just like you will get there to that point where you just sign a ten thousand dollar deal or even a twenty thousand dollar deal and you're like well i guess we just did another twenty thousand dollar deal whatever like whatever (laughs) it sounds crazy but you will get there yeah, because um, I I uh, I asked you that because in a couple of weeks um, I've been looking into getting uh, added work done for the for my company. Now in my mind, I thought three hundred or five hundred was like a decent amount, but hearing you say a thousand dollars is like a low ball, it's kind of surprising. A day? So, so, I- <laughs> so like for our agency, um, one is like if you don't have a proven offer, meaning you don't already have an offer that you can take out and you can like, I can go and I can take that to three or four clients and they can pretty much buy it. We have to work on that. Like no amount of like, like I said, I can get a hundred thousand dollars and we can blow a hundred thousand dollars just trying to figure out what that offer is. It's so much easier once you have that offer. Um, And that's the thing is a lot of people don't do that. So like for me, I'd be like, do you have an offer? Do you have a sales funnel? Do you like, do you have email marketing set up? Do you even have your, your Facebook tracking or uh, Google tracking, any of that stuff? And like right now, all of that's changing because with iOS 14, Facebook pixels don't work anymore. You have to use API keys. Like, do you have any of that? If you don't, then, you know, it could be anywhere from maybe 3000 to $5,000 startup on your first month. So we can, maybe get all of that in place. And then after that, you know, based on market, based on where we're doing it, platforms, that kind of stuff, we start at, like I said, um, we're at like 1500 to $2,000 per month, not including ad spend. So then it's like, and then after that, I'd be like, well, I'd recommend that you probably spend, you know, at least $1,500 to do it, to at least run ads per month to maybe two, three, four thousand dollars per month. If you're not there, it's just not going to work for us because, like I said, I know what we can do. And normally, if you're at that point, you want a lot more results in a shorter period of time. But to me, like if you say, like, that's not in my budget, we do have something other than that where I can just teach you how to do it. You got to do it. Like, I ain't going to do it for you but I can teach you how to do it. And it's cheaper in that sense, but it's a lot less work for us. So that's the thing thing is like, 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 are you willing to put in more time to learn how to do it and do it yourself and and get it up and and essentially get off the ground? Cause you're going to have to do it at some point. That's a good thing you brought up about the changes with the, with Apple. Um, Literally, if you've, if you learn how to do advertisement last month, it is just it's completely changed this month. So you can throw everything out of the out of the 
the window because Facebook, I'm not Facebook because iPhones, they're not allowing you to track all the good stuff you could track to create relevant advertisements just last month. That's why it's important to have a professional jump on it. And they're, that's why I tell you when it comes to marketing and all of that, like if you got 10 niches, you got to set up ad campaigns, multiple ad campaigns for each niche. Do you got $2,000 a month to blow on every single direction you want to go in? May not be, may not be a good look. Sometimes it's best to focus on one and become profitable um, and then grow and then branch out and do other things. So that that's definitely the case. Um, and that's why, that's why it's important to bring in professionals, right? When you grow your brand and you get money, don't run off and buy a lens, invest in your brand. It's extremely important that you bring in people to help your brand grow and not just get another lens. You got to, if you got a 24 to 70, you may not want to go out and buy a 30 millimeter just to have it or a 50 millimeter or whatever. You may want to start to, to do things to help you increase, uh, you know, profits. So that's really important. Um, let me say this too. Sometimes you're going to have clients that just can't afford you. You got to be able to, you got to have the confidence to let people go, right? You got to have the confidence to be like, look, we, we not, let me give you an example. Like, let me tell you, let me give you an exercise to go try, right? Go find the most expensive dealership you can walk in that dealership and say, Hey, I got $20,000 cash. What can I get out of here? The guy at the Lamborghini dealership going to say nothing. You can get directions to the Kia dealership. He's not going to try to make you can. If you're saying, I don't want to spend a penny more. You're going to say, you can put that down on something. I don't want to spend a penny more. I got 20. That's a lot of money. Not to a guy selling Lamborghinis. You need to have a Lamborghini shop. You need to, you need to um, make sure that you carry your business that way. I don't, man, let me tell you. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it one time because YouTube be tripping when you say stuff like this. Y'all know me on here, but in business, I'm a bit of an asshole. I'm just going to be real with you. You got to be like, because if you're not, you're going to get walked on. Every very famous business owner, Warren Buffett, all them big guys, they nice on TV. But in that room, in that office, nice don't get you nowhere. You got to be direct. You got to cut to the bone. You got to. You know, you, you got to do it or you will get walked on. This is my livelihood right now. Me and you, we aren't discussing prices. We're discussing whether or not I'm going to be able to buy my kids what they want. You're asking me to not get my kids what they want so you can save money. Nah, bro, it's not going to happen, especially when I'm offering you something that that is that is valuable. Right. I'm not I'm not asking you what's your price and then asking you what's your budget and then inflating what I'm selling to match your budget. I'm literally stacking it up and showing you why it costs that much. And you're asking me to lower my price without removing anything. No, that's not going to happen. Not with me. Now you can either get it done cheap or you can get it done right. And that's something you have to present to people because if they think they at a flea market, they're going to treat you like a flea market. They're going to try to, hey, man, let me get, you got to get rid of that. And that's something that we as consumers or we who honestly just don't come from money or a situation where you're around diehard, serious executives like that. Like we tend to be compassionate for people's pockets and you can't be that way, especially not for businesses. Cause they're not, we, we think that when people don't have it, they really don't have it. 
That is never the case. Almost never the case. Nobody gets up and go look for a car if they don't got some type of money or something. Like you, you ain't even price. You ain't even looking at cars. Like, like you know what I'm saying. People don't go test drive cars just because. They don't just go into. I'm a test drive six car. They don't fill out paperwork just because. Like if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. And I'm cool. I'm going to disqualify you so I can go deal with somebody who got it. Because it's a game of numbers, right? It's a game of numbers sometimes. Like you want to get in front of people who are ready to buy and that have what it takes to buy. You can offer solutions like breaking up the payment, finance, and all of that. But these are our prices. You figure out a way to get there. I'm not coming down to you. You got to come up to me. Period. That's And that's why I like about, I know I go back to it a lot, but that's what I like about structure-based pricing. It's like, dude, you look at it. It's there. I'm not making this number up. You don't there. We can't wiggle. Like when you go to buy an Apple computer and you say, I want the top of the line graphics card. I want two terabytes of hard drive space. I want eight gigs of Ram or 16 gigs of Ram. Where are you going to wiggle at? Like, where are you going to be like, Oh, Apple, can y'all just, um, no, you, you can take some of that Ram off, bro. But what you want us to do? Like this, the price you need to be like that about your brand. And that's why I tell you, say the price and don't say nothing else. Cause the first person who talk after that loss, because you're not going to say nothing. You're going to backpedal. If you say something after that, you got to give them the chance to spread out their objections so you can overcome it. Cause they either going to say, yes, let's do business or whatever come out of my mouth after this is reasons why I'm not ready to pull the trigger. Cool. Let me overcome that. Cool. That's a problem. Let me fix that. This is the solution to that. The price is still, six thousand two hundred and forty two dollars are you ready are you ready to sign and do business and i just look at you so you have to that's some some confidence you have to develop or you will get walked on don't nobody care about your kids don't nobody care about your pockets your bills don't nobody care about none of that they care about a cheap price but they don't understand what that cheap price is doing to your lifestyle they don't care about your lifestyle one thing we used to talk about in the military all the time, when you don't feel like doing something or keep in mind, there are people training every day to take your life. It's a harsh reality. There's somebody somewhere doing pushups and sit-ups to take your life. It's going to be you or them. Business is the same way. So you can be Mr. Softy if you want to, but you ain't getting me. So um, Mario, go for it, bro. You uh, you muted right now. Oh, I'm sorry. You good? Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. I was gonna add to what you were saying as far as with the um, like the car dealership ideology. Um, like I have my two beta testers, which I had uh, gained a lot of information as far as like the level where they at, and where I'm getting my nose a lot is from like these five stars restaurants that I'm trying to get into, so I can just know, like. Like how Tim uh, mentioned it, what is the biggest threshold that I can just charge? What is it like? So far, you know, I have my pricing, and and it, and it's working really good. But you know, eventually, like you know, I, I already researched my competitors, and they're they're working with these big brands, and and it's like, okay, I'm not there yet. I don't even want to look at them. I just want to see what they're doing, how their website is. You know, just kind of imagine what they how they work, what their workflow is, but like you know i've been looking like how you've been telling us like go look at this like at the cheapest 
a client that you can get and see how they they manage their 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 business and then go look at the big big ones and yeah like i had those those are the ones that they're like nah i can't even get out of here i can't even get to the waiter like the way the waiter gets me out you know and uh so yeah like i look at those big ones and those are the big ones that, that they're they're giving me the nose because I'm not there yet to where they are looking, you know, because I'm literally just walking in there thinking I'm going to talk to the manager, like how I do it with the other, the mid-class, that their owner is just pretty much there, or they're working literally behind the counter or whatever, you know. Those other, those big high five-star uh, restaurants, they're looking somewhere. I just don't, I'm not there yet where they at, or, or I'm not to their level of, expectations or however they see me then i'm not there yet let me let me address that though let me address that because i'm glad you brought that up let me let me put a technical term or use some analogies to better help people feel what not there yet is or what the what there is right there being there is just a company that's invested in themselves more than you have so far that's what there is. That's the only thing that's missing is a company that's put $20,000 into their website and it feel like a $20,000 website. They, they have the best copywriters, graphic artists, site designers, front end designers, you know, possible. That's what there is. That's why I tell you, you people think there is gear. There ain't gear. There is the money you've invested in a website that brings people through a certain funnel, the marketing that you do to bring them to that website, quality logos, quality imagery, quality reels. That's what that's the there part that I want to make sure people realize because people then they're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out when it's time. It's not time. It's investment. Right. That's why I tell you five thousand dollars in your brand is worth way more than a, than a red Komodo right now. If you already got an A73, five thousand dollars in your brand is to get is will get you there. Saying I got a red, putting a red sticker, we shoot with red. I can do that and go rent one. It won't bring in more customers. I guarantee you. You can put whatever whatever camera you want. You can put Alexa. We shoot with Alexa, you know, and go rent one. Nobody's gonna call you more than they would if you invest five to ten thousand dollars into your website. Yeah, that's what there is. It's not even experience. It's some experience. It's part. Of, it's it's twenty percent experience, eighty percent investing in your company. So I want you to keep that in mind when you think about what what there is. It's showing up in a van, making sure you got a staff, making sure y'all got on the right shirts, y'all you know, and uniforms, you know, coming in with carts with your logo on it. There is a lot more than just gear. It's it's about the whole brand, and you and you're spending money to be where they look to be there. And not only are you there, but you're, you're able to hold their attention because you look like you belong there and you don't look like you're, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're the guy that's just, just trying to make it. You look like you running stuff there. So keep that in mind when, you know, when people think like, what do it take to get there? How do I get there? Keep that in mind. Um, because people think other stuff. And that that makes sense because like with just the, 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 with the level that I'm at, I can, I, I'm able to close, you know, most of the deals 
just based on what I'm speaking and what I know and what I can show. But, you know, the, I'm like when it comes to like, you know, showing my 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 longevity of my brand, it's not there yet for the bigger ones. You know, but for the small fish or like the small fish that where where I'm at right now, just because I'm 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 telling them all this information about how they can attract more 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 let's say more uh, more customers to their restaurants or their food trucks or catering services or or whatever we we're discussing at the moment, you know, uh, uh, just based on the information that I know, they're they they're they're more. They they kind of they 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 see those empty spaces that they need to fill, and I'm able to fill those for that moment for 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 where we're talking. So yeah, I can definitely see that you know once once I'm in 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 the future, that's gonna change, you know, because I'm gonna have more experience, I'm gonna have more to show, I'm gonna have I'm gonna be able to have whatever I'm gaining from the, all the profits, invest them, show a bigger brand. But I mean like. I, I'm just very realistic, and I know that's not going to happen next year, I'm a, two years. I'm going to tell you how to speed that up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to speed it up because there's a way to speed that up. Two things. Okay. Two things. One is either a mentor who has experience working with those guys. Two, a beta tester that's on that level. They are going to tell you. It's like you ever work, you ever get around somebody that's a professional at anything? Right. They'll tell you that this is what the amateurs do. This is what we do. You know, what I mean, a, a professional fisher would be like amateurs use worms. You, 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 you coming up with a bucket of worms. We don't use worms. We use these type of lures that light up. And you know what I'm saying? Like there are things that pros do that amateurs don't do. And if you get with a pro, he will tell you how to shape and design your brand to appeal to pros to offer things that are valuable to pros, right? And and that's what you, you just need to be around that so you can invest in that. Because right now it's just difficult to do. It's difficult to, to guess and do. Yeah, and, that, and that's why, what I, why I actually invested. Like on Mondays, I'm, I'm with another group that is just about restaurants and it's a mentor about that, that just, they, all, the, all, all we talk about is restaurants. That's it. How to get clients with restaurants and how to help them out with with bringing more customers. And it's something that like that you said on Tuesday on that, you know, if you want to get that type of knowledge, you have to pay for it. Like, you know, you have to get those people to they're not just going to give you like, you know, oh, here, like I, I invested all my life. Here you go, homie. Get, get with it. You know, like it's not going to happen or like how Tim said, like, you know, um, it, um, it's just, it's just now, like I'm, I'm investing with mentors that that they know the way, and then I'm, I'm applying all, all those action. I'm applying those into, in, into actions, and, um, and yeah, like it, it's, it's. I know it's gonna take time, and the betas with on that level. I, I mean, I'm probably not, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of trying to get to that, that gatekeeper from the big, big five star, because I know. Once I get to that point and I talk to just even a, a, a manager, it's it's a done deal because they're going to tell me because I already know what to, what what to fish for. I already know like what questions to ask. I mean, I can use the script that you provide on module one. And, and from there, like it, it, will, it will it will give me more to grab and 
but it's just you know them beta tasters from from five star level restaurants. Oof, man, come on, that's, that's think about I, it. That's what I'm looking for. Think about it like this too. Think about it like this. Just because two things I want to say. One, think about where you are in life, money wise. Right? Do you want to hang with people that don't make what you make? Friends that always need some. Hey man, you got me. Hey, you probably like. Mm-mm. Uh, it's only so much I can hang with. Like I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You you don't want to consistently be around that no more. You don't want to hang with a guy that's sleeping under a bridge, man. He's okay with it. Like he, I'm cool. That's like, you you just don't want to be in a in that crowd, right? So think about it. Those who are successful, and you're not successful, he has no incentive to hang with you, unless it's some type of value. That's why you got to pay mentors. They need some incentive to rock with you, and they'll rock with you. Are you really trying to do this, huh? You're investing this much. You're really trying to get out here. I got you. Come on. So just like now, if you've been a subscriber to this channel, right, and you've watched three lives, minimum three lives or three videos, you're you're growing business-wise. You can look at a guy who's never been in this channel and hear him talk about his video production company and know instantly, like, yo, you ain't, you trying to open a portrait studio, bro? You, you, this ain't it. Just because, just learning here with this group, you can instantly look at somebody like, mm, like, you can see some stuff pop up on your on your Facebook page. I'm a, I'm a photographer. I got you know eighty pictures for twenty five dollars in the park. You like, ah, oh, this guy don't this, in the park. Yeah, he ain't. This ain't it. You can just just as you're growing, you know what I'm saying. You you see the difference, right? There's a big drop off. And, and and you can look at that and be like, man, I was there two years ago or there. I was there a year ago. And now you've, you know what I'm saying? You you moved up a level. There's clear distinguishers when you deal with a five-star restaurant compared to a two-star restaurant. And what may appeal to you, like now you don't fall for the advertisements that pop up on your Facebook. You can, you can get rich quick by taking my, you know, 20-minute course. I'm going to teach you everything there is to know about how to start a video production company and you will be making millions of dollars. You're not falling for that no more. You may have two years ago, but you're not falling for it no more because you know better. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got to say, like, you know, I think I've been following you for like a, a, a year and a month or so. And just within that one year, it's it's just like I went from literally making rap videos like, yo, rap videos <laughs> for like 200 bucks of two hundred dollars, you know, and they were like with After Effects and everything. They were super picky. We all been, I mean, I know I've been there and um, to literally now curating my Facebook, my personal Facebook is like curated. Like I don't do like I don't share funny stuff. It's like super curated. I, I just shared anything that has to do with with uh, restaurants, uh, anything that has to do with um, the restaurant association, which I'm actually going to the to the fundraiser of the Colorado Restaurant Association VIP status, just so because so I can be where the restaurant owners are gonna be, because I'm gonna be like, what up, though? And uh, and uh, and and just curating all that stuff to literally going from like you know like i i think i'm actually giving you a testimony right now so (laughs) understanding what what my passion is what i want to do i said i love food tim this is to you i love food too um and 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 just be like you know all these times that i go to restaurants i always take pictures like 
on Google, I'm a level six uh, local guide. And all you see is like food and reviews. And I'm like, I have like, I love video and to literally making videos of like weddings and this and that to narrow down to my niche and create, try I'm right now creating a brand literally put in the brand that is attached to that niche, which is foodies medias. I thought it was a good thing. And then to just cater to that, you know, and all that I've been learning the little things that a business card with the business case, that's that helped me close the beta client. Cause they're like, Oh, you got a, a case and a thick, a thick, a thick card, a thick, <laughs> remember me card. It was super nice. And you know, it, it went from that to today is like a whole year. And it's a, like it's my mindset, I listening to audiobooks, listening to all this, like it changed my mindset. Like stop hanging around with the people that they're wasting money and like partying and all that. Like all that has changed. And it's like my pockets are a little heavier. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like my savings account is like, okay. And then use that and invest and invest. And, you know, little by little invest, invest. Like, you know, I, I had to like, I was, well, I didn't have to, but. You know, I was, I was, I was determined, determined to become the beta testers for your master course. So I did what I had to do in order to, when you dropped it, I was there. And I, and I think I was like the second or third one, to be honest. I remember you telling me you were selling tacos. You said you were selling tacos to get there. Yo, man, they, they calling me every weekend to sell talk to, to where am I going to bring them tacos? I'm like, yo, man, that was just a test for me to understand the marketing side of things. And so I can talk to these, to these, you know, these restaurant owners about it till today that page gets likes, comments, views, and I didn't even do nothing to it. Like there's nothing to it. Like, like, um, like I get calls here. Like, yo, are you going to be serving tacos this weekend? I'm like, yo, like, no, like, I'm sorry. We're trying to get permits from the city. That's my, that's my excuse. (laughs) (laughs) So you went from tacos to, to to being the top guy, that's a good story, man. Yeah, yeah that's what we're trying to. That's go go mode. Yeah, man, that's what we're trying to do over here. And it's like I see that my I see my competition here, and my competition is literally nothing but influencers that just go to restaurants and they shoot and they tell them, look how many views we got. Views don't pay bills, I guess, they, and I'm sure they don't. But you know, we're doing they, we're doing things differently over here. Oh, I'm trying to show that we're doing things differently over here. That's what I'm talking about. I love to hear the growth, man. That's like for me, the best part of this is seeing people is changing how people think about this industry and then seeing people grow. Right. Seeing people go from, you know, I never thought about that or, you know, and just seeing people grow their companies, grow their business, grow their pockets, their their stories. I love that. That is that is if, if anything, like if I take anything from from the idea of Flash Film Academy is that. That is my favorite part. It is my favorite part to hear somebody say, uh, you know, I've been watching lives or I watched a video or even I spent money on a course. Like I spent my hard earned money and 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 it gave me something like because nobody want to create something, especially when you people spending their hard earned money and it's not working for them. I'm not here to do a get rich quick scheme. I'm not here to do a. I ain't here to do a cash grab. Let me see that. You putting that on the screen. I ain't here to do a cash grab. I'm here to, to help people grow. This was the shirt where where that I made up without not knowing no information. I was like, okay, this is the company that I want to create. It was Creative Media Solutions. But then once I narrowed down to a niche and everything, I was like, okay, 
Well, I guess we changed it. We had to change logos. We had to change everything. And then this is. Wow. That, yeah. Now that looks like that's dope. And I got, you know, and, and it was just like, you know, it changes because now like it, it, it sounds like something to do with food and stuff like that, you know, but, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. We're going to we're going to uh, I got Michael just jumped on. We're going to end on a high note real quick. I, I haven't heard from Austin today, man. I got to I got to give you some screen time real quick. Uh, So I need to get a little just give you a little screen time just before we before we head out. What's good, guys? <clears throat> what's up? What's up? Uh, just taking it all in as usual, man. <laughs> <laughs> been right. busy, man. Just been so busy. Just I bought the courses. I bought the everything. Just taking it all in. Um, just went through a major like rebrand. Um, you know, getting everything niched down on point. Definitely more passion um, for the for the niche that we're in, and just putting our heads to the grindstone. Listening to the lives, listening to the videos, podcasts, audiobooks, you know, just like uh, just like Mark, he said, you know, everyone's saying the same thing. You know, you just got to follow your niche and, you know, do your thing. And that's that's what we're doing here. <laughs> just appreciative of you guys and, and a, you know, a group to come to um, and talk about this stuff. So thank you all. Appreciate it. I appreciate That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. We got Mike just jumped on. What's going on, Mike? We got to get you some screen time before we get ready to peace out. Uh, no, I just uh, jumped in to see how everybody's doing. Uh, I was just listening in the background. Well, like everyone, like Austin and everybody else, I'm just putting my head to the grindstone. So I'm working on uh, mar- marketing stuff and uh, building my uh, site out. So and I just came in to stop by, see what's up. That's what's up. We like it when you stop by, Mike. We like it when you're a part of this thing. I just want to put that out there. I may be speaking for everybody, but I'm definitely speaking for myself. I, I We like it when you pop in and be a part of this thing, man. Yeah, I try to I try to let other people, you know, I've been at this for about several months now. But yeah, let other people <laughs> have, uh, have their time to shine. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd just, you know, come in on the last few minutes or so. We want to say that you always welcome this family. You can come in and just open the refrigerator and just leave all you want. You can drink out the water jug and just, you know what I'm saying? In this family, I just want to put that out there. Like, you know, your family, you go to somebody's house and you drink out the water jug. You got, you can come drink out the water jug. You just let us know. We'll wipe it and then we'll drink. You know what I'm saying? Old school. That's how we do it. So, <laughs> so I just want to make sure I put that out there. Make sure you know everybody good. Who else, who else wants some screen time real quick before we wrap up? Everybody good? Everybody got some good screen time? Okay, let me say a few things real quick before we peace out, before we peace out this thing. Listen, this 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 ain't this ain't easy. Stop. Don't think that it's easy. The moment you think this is easy, you know what I want you to do. It involves writing something really nice in Craigslist. You know what it is. This ain't this ain't the industry that you think is gonna be just, you know, I'm just gonna show up and get paid. Nope. But if you put in the work, it will pay off. If you if you dis, if you Go into this thing wanting to learn how to be better. It will pay off. You cannot put everything in just the artsy, cute camera stuff. You have to put a lot into the business because 80% of what you do will be business, will be sales, will be improving. We live in a world where companies run from websites. Don't think you're going to have a website without focusing on it. It's your sales rep. It's your first employee. Treat it as such. Invest your time even your money and whatever into growing your brand. You're putting it into you. It's all, it's all into you. 
Look at it like that. Like, even though you're paying out to get some, some writing or some wording on your website, you're paying it out to put it back in you. And if you don't invest in you, nobody will. So it's okay to still have your job and you're transitioning over before you go and get, go from a 55 inch TV to a 70 inch TV Think, Will that $1,200 do more for me in my business? I always look at my business as stocks, right? Like people invest in stocks and hope that they grow or lower. I invest in my business as if, as if, as if I can't even talk as if it's a stock we live. So you got to get it right. So I invest in my business that way. And I look at the return on that investment and I measure it all the time. And just looking at, look at my first videos, look how much I've grown watching me from my first YouTube videos where I'm in my apartment and I've grown and changed. And if you look at my, my, I got the van, it didn't have no wrap on it. It was just, I just keep growing. This is something that takes time. People don't be too hard on yourself, but be disciplined. Do what you got to do, right? Invest in it before it make, make conscious decisions about your money, man. Like if you a real fashion guy or if you like cut out some of that stuff and put it into your business, trust me, you will love what comes out of it. And for me, I, I was a guy that was, I had to be disciplined on where I spent money because I was spending it in the wrong places wanting results i was spending it over here mad because i went my business wasn't growing and when i stopped and focused everything on being great at business my life just blossomed my pockets blossomed my account blossomed my cars blossomed my way of living i went from one monitor to six monitors like wherever you want to go you can go if you focus on that one thing if you haven't read that book that one thing it talks about what one thing can i focus on to change everything Instead of trying to do everything, what is the most important thing on my list to accomplish to help me get to where I want to go? A lot of times that's the business side of your business, of your brand, not the pictures. So if you focus on that, you will go places. All right. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap. I want to thank you all for your time tonight. I look forward to these every Thursday. Talking about investments. I got some really, really Big stuff coming up for Flash Film Academy. Big stuff. I'm not going to even leak the details. We ain't going to talk about it, but just know. I ain't even talking about Module 3. I ain't even talking about a course. Let's put that out there. I'm not even talking about that. But there are some big things to Flash Film Academy that I'm working on to give you guys more. And for us to be connected even more. So I'll just put that out there. Just just stay tuned because I'm making investments as well. Um, and making sure that I can give you guys more. Um, so you guys be safe, enjoy your weekend. Um, and I will see you guys on the next video. Follow me on TikTok, man. The yacht club. See you at the yacht club. That's right. That's right. Follow me on TikTok. I upload the shorts on there. I had a video go viral on TikTok. It was weird. It was real weird. But anyway, guys, I will see y'all next video. Be safe, all right? All right. So. <laughs> You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.